I saw the funniest meme today. It was like a split screen shot. So like the first top of the screen was like this woman who's pregnant. And she's got like a cigarette and a, like a glass of wine. She's like, it doesn't, doctors don't know anything. It doesn't do anything to the baby. And then it's like 12 years later and it's a kid. It's like playing Fortnite with his eyes like super wide, like staring at the screen. It's like, retarded. <laughs> retarded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because Fortnite players are, that's the joke. Is that. Hey, you know. don't hate us because you ain't us. Fetal alcohol syndrome. You're just peanut butter and jealous, okay? What is it about Fortnite that you enjoy? Like, try and explain it to me. Like, I just don't get it. You know what I mean? It's a dance move. I understand I understand free-to-play. Like, I, I, I understand that that's a popular thing. Like, that's why Smite is popular. And yeah. that's why League of Woo. Legends. Like, <laughs> it's I mean, obviously, they were good games, right? And there was a high skill level, right? Yeah. Is it Does Fortnite have a high skill level? Or is it just free to play and and any 12 year old can log on? I think it's just, it's a different game, you know, like there's always the regular first person shooter, like COD and that kind of thing. And there's just, it's something different. Mm. And that's what attracts a lot of people. What's different about it though? Like I've watched the gameplay. I mean, I, I like the building. The building is the best part about it. No, I guess that's fair. Right, uh, like yeah, it's a different element. Too. Yeah, it's a whole other element. Because like, if you suck at building, you suck at the game, aka moi. Okay, you're not good at building. No, okay. like I can build, but it's yeah. Because some of these guys build like like and you can up and, and you can edit it and yeah. like they just drop straight down and boom, they kill someone. It's like how the fuck? Like you're, I can't even imagine my fingers moving that fast. <laughs> I feel bad for your girlfriend. I know. <laughs> I know, man. It's it's, it's tough. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Dice D20. My name is Noah, Dungeon Master, and I am joined here by our players. We have Fievel Mausenthrov. How's it going, Fievel? It's going good. I, you know, I had to work today on a Sunday, which was kind of weird, but you know what? I am super pumped to get this next episode rolling. Yeah, man. Me too. Me too. Ditto. All right. We also have the big man on campus, Gregory, the Warforged, also known as Greg Gregrock. Correct? Gregrock. Yeah. Gregrock. Yeah. Let's not let people forget that you have a real name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll slip that in every now and then. Mm-hmm. How are you yeah. doing today, Gregory? I'm, uh, I'm doing well. You know, nice relaxing day and uh, ready to ready to kick some ass. Let's do it. Let's do it. We are also joined by Dabbledob Doppet, the Wizard Gnome. How's it going, Dabbledob? It's good, man. It's good. I just want to put that out there that uh, I was too lazy to call him Greg Rock, so that's why I called him Greg. No, I understand. We understand. Yeah. I just. Yeah. I feel like it's we'd be doing him a disservice if we didn't call him Gragrock every once in a while. I don't know. Because what a name that was. Oh, yeah. It was... We went through hundreds to choose that. <laughs> Carefully selected. Oh, And right. then instantly butchered. Does anyone want to give us a recap of what happened last episode? Do you guys have any, any recollection? No idea what happened. No idea? <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly the smartest one here. Intel off the charts, and the guy can't tell us what happened last episode. <laughs> this is proof that you can be absolutely nothing like your character. <laughs> uh, yeah, so last episode, ladies and gentlemen, our adventurers finished off their fight with the vile undead, those bloated corpses. Uh, in the streets of Troutbeck, they saved... A man and his two children, Sam, Eli, and Philip. Oren, however, was in need of medical care, so after pillaging the nearby shop, Black Dog Goods, and discovering some pretty cool trinkets inside, there was a uh, an egg that was a pound in weight, almost a foot in diameter, and it was super smooth and round and red, like a bright, vibrant red. Perfect egg, which was underneath the floorboards with a note. 
which is very interesting. There was also a vial of nail clippings, a green feather, and some other miscellaneous shit, but our characters <laughs> took some food, and then they quickly made way to Sam's house, where they cooked some dinner, reset the bones for Orin, who obviously his leg was shattered. I think it took two tries for yep. you guys to get that, that bad boy down. Yeah, he didn't have a great role on that one. Uh, no, no. So we had to put that one on Sam. <laughs> Everything is Sam's fault. <laughs> and following that, Oren gave you guys a map, uh, both of the sewer grate, which is going to lead you into Ryberry, and of the sewer system underneath the city itself. Okay, and where the uh, Knights of Oskenheim and the Knights of the New Moon both believe that the art artifact that Zugtmoy's followers are looking for, they believe that's where it's going to be. So that's where you guys are headed to. You guys find yourselves awake and ready to start the next day at Sam's cabin. Now, Gregory, you've been just doing your little power down mode for four hours, but you're absolutely, you know, probably the first one awake with your, well, I'd imagine you have like an extra um, two to three hours of time. Do you want to do anything there or just still rest? Ooh, um... Well, because these guys have to take a long rest. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. You only need four hours, so I'd imagine that you'd wake up at, like, four in the morning. Oh, yeah, let's, you know, let's look around. Let's see what's see what's going on. Let's go walk outside. Okay, yeah. so our war-forged weapons master is going to head outside. It is a bright and almost cheery morning. Okay, birds chirping in the background. And uh, your keen war-forged eyes can look down to the river of Troutbeck, where you actually see some some fish. And these small little groups of, like, five to ten fish kind of swimming all together. They swim somewhat against the current, but they just seem to, like, hang there in place. So it's pretty cool for you to watch those. Beyond that, there is not much in the way of, like, activity out here. Mm -hmm. Luck Luck is about 40 feet from the door to the cabin, and she is grazing gently on some grasses. Okay? She looks up at you, but when, you know, you're not very, like, it's not like you move a bunch. So when you, like, look at her, she, like, almost kind of, like, glazes over you. And then continues to eat. Yeah. Because you, you don't yeah. look like you're living. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so there's really there's really nothing around. There's nothing up the road. Can I take a look up the road? Up the road back towards Troutbeck or up the road? Up the road the other way. Up the road the other way is going to be just continuing along the... But there's, there's nothing in sight. No yeah, buildings no. or anything. You'd have to come down off the footpath to the road. And then you could look up the road if you wanted to. Just giving you the layout here the, Sam's house is kind of the last one yeah that's what I figured reaching like, yeah. kind of open space that's what I figured just yeah. making sure <laughs> uh, I think I'll uh, I'll head back into town see if there's anything stirring in there for sure yeah alright sounds good alright so you head down the footpath towards uh, the main road and after about three four minutes you reach the main road itself this is again like kind of a, a dirt road about a cart and a half in width and following it all the way to Troutbeck, there's just some big, nice pine trees along the road. And you, within 10 minutes, reach the outskirts of Troutbeck. Again, this kind of one-road village. Um, you don't see any living creatures, and it's quite eerily quiet in these early hours of the morning. Right? Mm-hmm. The, all the fires have died out Okay, of the village being attacked. Uh, there's no smoke left in the air. Uh, and the town kind of has this distinctly empty vibe to it. What would you like to do? Does it look like they have a, a blacksmith of any type? Yeah, for sure. Can you roll me a d20, a perception check, please? Ooh, 
Three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you uh, investigate the ruins for a little while, uh, or and, and some of the town is, is still standing, but you're not able to spot a blacksmith shop on the main road. I want to try again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Roll me a d20. Go for it. <laughs> okay, a ten. Nice. Okay. Uh, so, heading down one of the side streets and investigating a little bit more, you're able to spot, as there is uh, two rows of structures, uh, not on the embankment side of the town, but rather on the forested side of the town, there's another side street, and you're able to walk up to a blacksmith's shop. It has a, uh, a very large chimney, which is still intact. The doors and windows have not been smashed in this establishment either, okay? And as you approach, you see no name of a shop, but simply just a wrought iron sign, uh, which is heavy, hanging down from some chains across a, a bar, which is sticking out mm. from the house. Uh, and it just has an anvil. Mm, yeah, classic uh, small town. Classic small town, yeah. black. Oh, love it. Yeah. I'm going to... I feel like nobody's there. I'm just going to walk in. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you go to open the blacksmith shop, um, but the door is locked. Ugh. Smash it down. Uh, you know, let's try I'll knock. Okay. So you knock on the door, but there is no answer. Oh. Okay. Now I'll smash it down. <laughs> <laughs> what a polite workhorse. Okay. Roll me just a, in case. Roll me a strength check. How are you going to break this door down? Give me a little little vibe here. Uh, I'm pretty big. I'm probably going like, to you know, kick it. Yeah. Where are you kicking it? Um, Center of the door? Top of the door? Bottom of the door? Kind of give me a... What, what are you... Like, Two-thirds up. You know, middle top, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> it's not going to feel anything. Okay, so you're kicking it two-thirds up. All right. Yeah. All right. Roll me that strength check. Nine. Okay. Total? Let's plus your strength? Yeah. All right, cool. So, you successfully kick the door. However, you you've... Here's some snapping and cracking of wood of the deadbolt against it, but the door holds. Bummer. But you, I mean, you successfully kicked it, so that's good. Yeah. You gain 10 experience points. Oh, oh. Sick. Yeah. God, that's horrible. <laughs> Smash the door hinge. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to put a little more force behind it and do a shoulder charge. Shoulder charge. Yeah. So you're backing up like what, five, 10 feet? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Roll me a D20. I'm going to give it a strength give it a run at it. Here we go. That 20. Oh, I'm not 20. Not not 20. Cool. So you bust the door down. Uh, it just kind of flies and slams against the wall, so it's not like it's like you took it off its hinges or anything, but you did open the shop successfully. Okay. okay. A little bummed I didn't break it, but all right. <laughs> That's fine. So looking around, it looks like a very uh, what was it? quintessential small-town blacksmith shop. Okay. There is a, a small set of bellows, a barrel of water next to the forge, uh, but the forge has died out. There's no fire here. Hmm. And in fact, the shop looks unnaturally tidy for what you'd imagine a blacksmith shop, you know, pieces of iron and metal lying around. It looks like many of the tools are missing or not there at the very least. Okay. And, um, and there is bits of, you know, like raw ore and metal, but all the tools that you'd imagine would be expensive to like work it are all not there. Hmm. So buddy packed up before I left, eh? I wonder if he left anything valuable he couldn't quite get too quickly behind. Hmm. What are you looking for? I don't know. These guys found a cool egg. Maybe there's like a nice shield lying back there or something. Who knows? <laughs> okay. We pulled funnier things out of this town already. You have pulled a weird thing out of this town. Exactly. Yeah. 
I'm just Stay taking a quick look while the, while, the, while the others, you know, get a snooze. Okay, sure. So, uh, so roll me a d20, and let's see what it is that you can come up with here. I want to see if you find anything first and foremost. That is an 11. An 11. So, you peek and poke around, and you notice that the forge has an unnaturally large pile of ash in the middle of it. Like the bellows, mm-hmm. where, where you would obviously stick your hot piece of mouth, heat them up. Yep. Yeah, there's like a lot of ash in there. But the bucket of ash where, where he would keep like the little pail for ash is empty. So hmm. just it, all you notice is that that looks like it's a pretty unnaturally messy part of the shop when everything else is super clean. I'm going to go investigate. Okay, so what are you going to do? Like, role play for me. Uh, well, you said it's a pile of ash, right? So I'm going to go, I don't know, take my hand and dust it off and see if there's anything in there. Okay, roll me a D100, please. Uh, what is that, 57? Yeah. Nice, awesome. Okay, so inside this ash, you find a small, it's about a foot and a half by half a foot, a small iron lockbox. Hmm. Okay. Uh, however, upon investigating it, it is locked. <laughs> oh, Classic. Man. Yeah. First yeah, I know. Now this? Oh, oh man. <laughs> How will I ever? Okay. So you, you, there is this iron lockbox. It looks fairly plain, mm-hmm. okay? But the locking mechanism, like the actual lock itself, has a little tiny slider that you can slide a piece of metal out of the way to obviously access the keyhole. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of looking at it and inspecting it, it looks like it's a fairly sturdy construction. Okay. Busted okay. open. <laughs> <laughs> when has that not worked for you guys before? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, why not? I don't know. Is there like a crowbar line around or anything? Roll me a d20. This is a perception check just to see what he's got. Uh, that's a 23. Nice. So, of all the materials that he did not take, there is a very large sledgehammer, Sick. which is lying in the corner. It's obviously a very heavy tool to, to bring with you if you're packing all your stuff up because your town's being invaded, so it looks like they just didn't have the room to carry that, right? I don't know how valuable the thing is or how delicate it is. Uh, I'm going to try and pry it open with my axe. Roll me a d20. That is 22. Nice. Okay, so trying to pry it open with your axe, you're actually finding it very challenging to even get your axe blade in between the lid of the chest and the body. looks like almost seamless construction. After pushing your weight into it for a while, you are able to get your axe blade in there, and then you just try and pry it open. Can I get a strength check to pry that open for me? Uh, 19. Nice. So you pop the, the lock and with this huge, like, this loud cracking sound of metal, a few pieces of metal kind of fly in different directions. You look quickly at your axe, but it is it is undamaged. So Ooh, that is Okay, that is good. yeah, good. <laughs> uh, and opening it up, you find what looks to be a small small little hoard of gold and gems. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Would you like to know the contents? Yes. Okay. There is nearly 125 gold pieces in here, 123 to be exact. You're also able to find a fairly nice piece of amber, which you'll have to have appraised by a, a, a gemsmith or someone who's knowledgeable in those, in those matters. There's also a very nice piece of jade inside. But the one that certainly catches your eye is a black pearl. A mm. pearl which has a very uh, dark, opaque black, but it, it's very shiny, you know? So it's not like it's just like a straight black, like an obsidian black. It's a very shiny and translucent-looking black. That's cool. Yeah. So quite a wealthy little little treasure trove there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put that put that in my pack. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, well, the thing is now that 
that lockbox isn't going to close again. You kind of busted it open. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're going to... I sit there playing, ah, I won't close, darn it. So you're just going to stick it, like, in your in your bag? Yeah. Yeah? I, I guess, yeah, I mean... I mean, you have rope. I mean, you could you could tie it closed with some rope, but it's up to you. I mean, I, I don't know. I have, like, nine or ten gold on me. I'll put it with that. <laughs> okay, so you're just going to stick everything together. Yeah, right? just put it all in there, you know. Cool. All right. Uh, so, anything else that you'd like to do while you're waiting for everyone else? It's been about an hour, so it's about five o'clock in the morning. Just got three hours to kill. <laughs> yeah, these guys are going to wake up at around, around seven, eight o'clock in the morning. Okay. Breakfast would be nice. Breakfast sure. would be nice. I like that. Because <laughs> they're not leftover stew. Jeez. I mean, I guess there's not really much else to do. I don't not think. Is there anything? I'll, I'll walk back outside to the main street. Okay. So you walk back outside to the main street. It's about five o'clock now. Sun's, uh, you know, rising in a very nice, very aesthetic, very beautiful way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you hear that sound of the, the river trickling behind the town of Troutbeck. Is there anything else that you'd like to do? Does anything look interesting curious out of place hmm. like you know you know i feel like the town's pretty smashed to bits yeah it looks like down the road there's a body which has two small cavities in it where potentially a gnome's hands would have fallen through it but other than that there's there's, there's, there's nothing else <laughs> yeah okay uh there are a couple houses which look next to unscathed i mean you can just go investigating if you so choose yeah, let's see if the list left anything behind. Okay, so uh, there's a couple of houses to choose from. There is a one-story house on the main road here, which does not look too beaten up, and beside it, a two-story house. They are near the end of the road, like where you would have entered upon Troutbeck coming from Sam's house. So they're on the left-hand side, and whether it was just they were like the last houses in line, so they didn't get hit as hard as the first ones, they just don't seem... To have taken as much damage. Okay. I'm assuming the two-story house looks nicer, you know? That, not necessarily. I mean, the, the two-story house is just like a simple, very simple medieval construction, right? Yeah. It's got the thatch roof. Um, it's it's not a, a, it's not like it's not a pretty house. It's just simply, it's more function. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Dude. You can imagine that multiple families might live here. I love function. I'm going in that one. <laughs> okay. Fuck. So you uh, open the door without issue. Perfect. The door, door swings open. Yeah. And you things are already yourself. looking up. <laughs> and you find yourself in a kitchen slash living room. Okay, in the kitchen against the far side of the wall, there is what looks to be a uh, hearth where you would obviously like cook over top of, um, and then more like living room style furniture uh, against the the windows at the front of the house. Some things look overturned, like as if like in a hurry a chair was knocked over, but there is no sign of like corpses or or death inside the house. Yeah, I don't know anything. Any like a closet or anything? A closet on the main uh, floor? Yeah, a, a room off the there are hallway stairs or something. on the left hand side which head upwards, uh, and on the other side, like the flip side of those stairs, there's a stairway heading downwards. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I'll check out the basement. <laughs> okay, so you head over to the basement door. Okay, yeah. but pulling on it, it looks like it's barred from the other side. Okay, troublesome. troublesome eh (laughs) I mean slightly Mm -hmm. yeah I mean not typically our basement door is barred from the other side you're correct yeah 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 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> does it seem does it seem pretty sturdy? Do I do I feel like I can I can push my way through with all my my might and weight? Yeah, it's a wooden door. You'd imagine a wooden bar on the other side. You're 450 pounds and you're made of steel and iron. I'd imagine you can push it. Sorry, I wasn't sure if it was barred with like a bookcase or something. No, no, no. Like there's a bar. Oh, that's all you mean. Yeah, yeah, okay. On the other side. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and bust right through that. Roll me a d20 strength check. How you doing it? Uh, I'm probably gonna kick right at the bar. Nice. Yeah. Roll me that d20. That Ooh. is uh, 13. Uh, so you kick against it, and you hear like a crack of wood behind the door, indicating that the bar has received some stress mm-hmm. and it's close to breaking, but it is not completely broken. Another kick. Roll me a d20. Uh, 17. Nice. So you sl- slam your foot against the door, wood splinters kind of flying as the door flies open, and you are revealed by the light is a set of stairway. A set, a set of stairs. Jesus Christ. I'm going to try that again, Josh. A set of, stair- <laughs> a set of stairway. <laughs> a set of stairway. Oh, my goodness. Kicking that door open, wood splinters flying everywhere. The door swings, and the light on the main floor uh, kind of sheds down onto a staircase leading down below. However, it's not the staircase that's interesting. It is the small child that is shivering and oh is kind of in, like, the the help position, so knees up against the chest, arms around the knees. She is wearing what looks to be, like, rather fine clothes, but as she looks up at you, you can tell, like, the sun is very bright in her eyes, and she just kind of, like, squints but remains silent. She's seen too find much. more Kill people her. to rescue. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't want to look after another one, okay? What do you mean, look after another I'll just bring it to Sam. She's part of the village. <sighs> Wow. Listen, look wanna. at you guys are awful people. Gregory's the only one who okay. seems to be doing the she right thing. She locked herself here. in the basement. I'm assuming her parents did. I'm going to go down and find out if anybody else is there. Okay. So what would you like to do? I'm going to go down and find out if anybody else is there. Okay, I so, tread carefully to not startle the the girl, yeah, you know. So you walk down the stairs and she begins to like cry and whimper as you do so. You're a huge scary monster. Yeah, yeah, it happened, right? you yeah, know. Yeah. Gentle giant, they just don't know me yet. <laughs> We'll figure it out. <laughs> Joke's on you, child. It was me. I slaughtered your town. <laughs> me, Dracor, the destroyer. <laughs> okay, so you walk down the stairs. She seems to cry and whimper as you get closer, okay? And looking down and around, there is no one else down here. No one else down here. Oh, jeez. Can I get around her? Yeah, yeah, no, she's up against the wall. You can just see her. You could you could just see her from that angle. Okay. Yeah. I'll just, uh, like, I can see the whole room. There's no other rooms or anything like that. It looks like it's a storeroom, like a pantry, mm. okay? It's not huge. It's about 10 by 15, okay? Mm-hmm. And there are shelves along the stone walls. And there's a, a relatively fair amount of food down here. Oh, maybe I'll looks- grab a little brekkie for the, for the boys, you know? It's like she, yeah, there is... Uh, there are apples in a cloth sack. Mm-hmm. There is also a uh, couple bits of meat which are hanging to dry yep. in the corner, as well as what looks to be some dried corn in a bag. Okay. Potatoes and other assorted vegetables like beets. Um, all in beds. Yeah, all in different kinds of bags. Yeah. Okay. I'll grab the the meat and. Like and and put them in my bag, I guess. Nice. And then, how many beds do you think I could carry with one arm? With one arm? Yeah. Uh, you could like if you. I mean, dude, we're all experts of grocery. Beds. Like I can <laughs> carry like fifteen beds, man. Grocery you could, beds. You could easily carry like three of the sacks. Yeah. Four of the sacks, no problem. Just okay. Grab all the 
the tops of them. Yeah, yeah. So I want to grab it. Yeah, no, I'll grab as many sacks as I can. You can grab all the sacks that are there. There's four sacks. Perfect. Yeah, I'll grab all of those with one hand. Mm -hmm. And then I'll walk over to the girl. Mm -hmm. And I'll kneel down and say, you're safe now. And extend my hand. Okay, so she kind of looks up at you, wiping away at her eyes with the backs of her hands. She looks at you and she goes, where's mom? Where's dad? You grab her and bolt. <laughs> I am your father. <laughs> Drag Thor the Destroyer. <laughs> I want this to be a bit. Yeah. Dude, I will train you. You will be my silent you assassin. You all the villages. <laughs> Quiet, Gamora. <laughs> I raise her just to kill her. Oh, the worst The worst thing a parent has to do. Is kill their own child? Yes. <laughs> I mean, depends on the parent. But. Tell her to get in one of the I'll sides. say, uh... <laughs> I'll say I'm not sure but they're dead uh, not sure but we gotta keep going <laughs> not sure, I love how you're really straining for the words here yeah, like, I don't have a lot of emotions you know I'm not really sure how to console this little girl I'm good at fighting and killing she, she I'm not looks, good at consoling she looks at me and she says they said they'd be back they said they would come back they lied <laughs> I'm so glad that you guys are there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to bring you to another man who will take care of you. So if she looks up at you and then she kind of reaches her arms out as if to like put them around your neck. Yeah, I'll, I'll like pick her up. Okay. With the other hand, yeah. Alright, so you pick up the girl and I'm assuming you're going to head back. I'm going to head back to Sam's, yeah. Sorry. So heading back up the staircase and then out of the house... The girl kind of, like, fondly looks at the house from the outside, but then she buries her head in your neck as you pass the bodies which are on the, the ground, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, fearful of them a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so she's crying a little bit, like, very softly, but once you're outside of the town's view, she seems to be a little bit better as you head back towards Ugh. Sam's house. Such a strong soul. For saving the little girl and for exploring right or right i was about to say ryberry <laughs> <coughs> i was gonna say i feel like it would have done a lot more fighting if for i was saving exploring. the girl <laughs> let's try that again for saving the girl and for exploring around troutbeck i'm gonna hand you a thousand experience points oh, i like that that's nice you appreciate that yeah no he's, problem. he's thirsty for the xp man <laughs> aren't we all thirsty for the xp <laughs> I love that. I got a I got a good drink during that uh, little battle there, so okay. I'm good. <laughs> okay, I got a little drink. I just got that. Okay, <laughs> so you head back towards Sam's cottage, walking down that footpath and opening the door. Everyone is in the swing of morning time. The two small boys are running around playing with sticks, which they've kind of like you know fashioned into small swords. Their father, you know, telling them, okay, boys, like, settle down, settle down, like, a little bit early for that, right? You also have Fievel and Dabbledob, who are sitting at the armchairs in the living room. It looks like they've just gotten up from their restful night's sleep, and they look at you as you come in. You got a bunch of bags in one hand, some jingling going on in your bag on your back, and then uh, this oh, girl. No, it's not jingle. I tucked <laughs> it away safely. This girl under your, under your arm. Yeah. Right? In your arms. Okay, so uh, they obviously all stare at you, and I'm mm-hmm. going to leave the interaction to you guys. I'm I'm gonna plop the ta- the the beds down on the <laughs> table. Plop the girls down. On the table. <laughs> <laughs> no, the beds. I'm gonna plop plop the beds down on the table. Okay. And say so Sam breakfast. Is, you say breakfast. So Sam is currently chopping up some apples, and he looks at you and he says, "Well, you've had quite the morning, haven't you?" I scream out, "Where have you been?" <laughs> this is way past your curfew. The we town. said be back at eleven. <laughs> You have a lot of answering to do, young man. You're just going <laughs> to run out on the town. I'll just, I'll just say the town. Well, it's pretty eventful, eh? 
and <laughs> lots of stuff people aren't using anymore. Who's your little companion? So, so as Fievel says, "Who's your little companion?" Sam walks up to you and he says, "I'll take her." I'll and pass he her. Takes her out of your arms. He turns and looks at her and she says, "What's your name, sweetheart?" But she stays very quiet and doesn't talk. She kind of looks around at all the odd faces. You have to understand, there's a huge mouse. <laughs> Walking around with four arms, there's a gnome who's got like a wild-looking beard and mustache. There's also a giant man made of metal and two boys that she's unfamiliar with. So this kind of is all like a big shock to her. So she just remains super quiet. Her eyes are wide and she's looking around the room. Okay, he says like we're gonna ponies? get you something to eat. Don't worry. Do you like ponies, <laughs> okay, little so girl? The, the talking <laughs> mouse is following Sam, who is currently setting her down at the table, and uh, and he's asking her about ponies. She kind of looks at him uh, and seems fearful, as he is like a large mouse. Yeah. Also, you have the scariest pony in the lead. <laughs> <laughs> scariest pony in existence. <laughs> so Oren stirs and wakes, and he looks at all of you, and he says, "Oh God, I felt better, I suppose." <clears throat> I don't doubt it. He looks at all of you and he says, "You best be on your way soon if you want to get there in time." Yeah, um, I'm just gonna ask Sam rush one quick question. <laughs> don't rush. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna ask Sam if he has an extra pipe. So Sam looks to you, Dabbledob, and he says, oh, "I have an old corn cob pipe that I haven't used in some time now. I nearly burnt out the bottom of it, but should do you for a few good hauls." Thanks, man. I'll take her. Okay, so he hands it over to you, and he also includes a small pouch of smoking weed. Fuck. <laughs> You're nice to Sam, but you want to slaughter a little girl. <sighs> He's nice to Sam because he wants a pipe. He's not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the girl doesn't have anything to offer him. Cool. I'll uh, take it. It's smoking weed, not it's not marijuana. It's just it's 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 like uh, it's like Lord of the so Rings. You know that they leaf, got their, yeah. their Cardish weed or whatever it's called. Sweet. Yeah. The best weed in the South Farley. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm gonna light that stuff up. Okay, so you light up the pipe immediately, children running around the place. <laughs> yeah. This is just like an 80s <laughs> yeah, household. If there's a girl, a topless girl in the corner, we'd nail it all right there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, so you begin to smoke your pipe, and Oren looks at you and he says, Get over here, you idiots. Now's not the time for smoking pipes. You guys have to be getting on your way. Okay, so I head over there, because he asked us to go over there, and... I stop talking about else? ponies and I, I rush over. So he looks to you all and he says, You have the maps, but you need to know how to get to Ryberry. I assume that Fievel didn't come along the main road, so this is all you need to know. Follow the main road, west, and continue on until you reach the signpost, which will tell you that Ryberry is lying ahead in about five kilometers. Instead of following that road, I suggest you turn right and head north. If you do head directly to Ryberry, you're most likely to encounter these followers of Zugtmoy. But if you head north and cut through the woods, I think you'll find less resistance. Once you make your way out of the woods, uh, after heading north for about maybe a kilometer or two, you should be able to see Ryberry over these open fields. Once you can view Ryberry, you'll have a very easy time finding this small drainage pipe, which will lead you directly underneath the city. I'm not sure whether there are bars on this pipe or whatever may have you, but uh, but I'm sure that you guys can figure it out. <laughs> so, this, <laughs> so the Warforge just shows the guns off for a second. Yeah, quick little flats for he, the ladies. He looks to you all and he says, Time is of the essence. If you leave now and ride hard and fast, you may be able to reach there by uh, tomorrow evening. Let's do this. I'm excited. Your friend, Sam, looks at you all 
and he quickly puts out an assortment of cheese, bread, and apples okay, for you guys to eat for breakfast. So I'm assuming our two eating members of the, of the group who require <laughs> food are going to do that. The Warforged is not. And at that point, Oren looks to you all and says, All right, I don't have to tell you how important this is, so do me proud. Cool. I'm going to leave Sammy Boy 50 gold pieces just for the hostel. Wow. hospitality. Sorry. For the hostility. Hospitality. Hospitality. You know what, Dabble Dob, that's, uh, that's some good shit, man. I'm going to give you 100 XP for that. Thanks, and I'm man. also, uh, yeah, you're also going to now have a new relationship. Sam yeah. and his household will always provide a place for you to stay if you ever need it. And they're always going to help you out to the extent of their abilities. So, like, if you need food, if you need lodging, if you need information, Sam's house near, just north of Troutbeck is always going to be open to you. Cool. Thanks, man. Hey. Until that little information bit there, I was going to say he just bought XP. <laughs> <laughs> Literally that's, did. That's BS. <laughs> I, I didn't realize this I was pull a, out the gemstone. I, I didn't realize this was a pay-to-win system. <laughs> this isn't Battlefront 2. God damn it. <laughs> Sam is my boy now. Nice. Okay, so, gentlemen, what would you like to do? Let's head out. Wait, Hop to. I, I awesome. kiss Orin on the forehead and I say, You sleep tight, <laughs> sweet prince. What the fuck? <laughs> Orin looks to you and says... Get out of here, Phil. Go. <laughs> All right. I'll throw. I'll throw him a nod. My, my and an apple goes down. Okay. Not yeah. happy. So he ca- catches the apple and he says, "I believe in you all." Thanks, man. And if you find Ryberry in the midst of a battle, remember your main goal. You're the only way you can really save lives is by finding this artifact and destroying it, not by throwing yourselves into the fray. That's our main Understood. mission. I'll give him a nod and then walk out. Okay. So the Warforged has walked out. I guess I should follow. Dabbledob has walked out as well. And I say bye, Sam. <laughs> bye, <laughs> Sam. Okay, so Fievel also heads outside. Tied up, uh, there is Warforged Horse uh, is tied up outside. And Luck Luck is just kind of roaming around. So you're going to have a, a mount. And, All by myself? Yeah, if you'd like. Sick. Yeah, I'll lift him up. Okay, cool. Yeah. I can and get up by Fievel, myself. No, you can't. I'm going to try to get up by myself. Oh, wow, okay. Then I won't lift him up. And <laughs> can you roll me a strength check to pull yourself up on this horse? Nat 20, here we come. Fuck. Nine? No, you do not get up on the horse. Okay. I'm going to try okay, again. I, I, yeah, actually, I'm going to try again. Uh, 16? Nice. So, okay, it's <laughs> the gnome, to everyone's surprise, gets himself up on the horse. Wow. I'm going to Shevel- look at your boy Greg and just give him the... Two double fingers. Okay. Couple of birds. Not, nothing by. like starting a heroic mission by g- flipping the birds to your companions. Yeah. I'm assuming you're going to run alongside the horses. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And Fievel, your mountain luck luck? Yeah, she's got some new features today. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, lay it on me, dude. <laughs> As if lightning beams and frightful gazes weren't enough, this, this pony needs to be su- You're like an Asian dude souping up a Honda Civic. <laughs> <laughs> Drop it one one inch off the ground and just... <laughs> All right, listen up. So, Luck Luck's losing the frightful presence, but gaining a health boost instead. Yeah, uh, I guess I should say, so every time I kind of, like, level up, I can rearrange all the evolution points so I can, you know, if something's not working or we're fighting a specific type of opponent, I could just kind of alter her the way I want. Yeah, of course. Okay, cool. Yeah, so Frightful Presence is gone, gave her a health boost. She still has her energy attack, 
And she's got wings now. Oh, oh dear, Pegasus! Geez. It's goddamn Pegasus. You know, man, I'm I'm giving you an inspo point. I I think it's some good gameplay here. <laughs> I can't see how this. And she's go got wrong. wings now. <laughs> okay. I I look to look and I say, "Where'd you get those?" <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like her evolution just got out of control, and it's now just happening. Um. Okay. Cool. So Luck Luck has wings now. I. You know, I think it's going to be interesting for us to see in game. So, uh, so let's hop right to it, <laughs> gentlemen. Your task is to head to Ryberry, underneath the sewers, find the artifact of Zugtmoy, and to destroy it if you can. Would you guys if like we to- can? What kind of question I'm is that? Yeah. know if you can do any of this. Come on! Not- Did you see me bust down those doors? I saw you take two attempts <laughs> to do it each time. <laughs> yeah, but they went down. <laughs> Alrighty, so you guys are riding towards Ryberry. Yes, sir. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, as we know in D&D, travel does not take any time at all. And you guys are going to ride for the entirety of the first day. There is nothing to speak of which kind of gets in your way here. No other large villages between Troutbeck and our boys at Ryberry. Okay, so it's not like you're coming across towns. Um, At the odd spot, you kind of come across large clearings, and you might see, like, a house, like, far in the distance, or the smoke of a chimney far in the distance. But you guys don't really have time to investigate these kind of things, as you got a mission to do. So, riding all the way through the first day, it is nearly 9 o'clock at night, when it has become so sufficiently dark. There's no more light that you guys have decided, you know, if you'd like, you you can camp it for the night, or you can keep on riding through the night. I just don't know. Do you guys all have dark vision? I do. Sure do. I'm not sure. I think no. Also, we haven't made that first post yet where we get to choose the path, right? No, no, no. Yeah. I don't think I do. I'm pretty sure gnomes do have dark vision. You gotta look this up. I could be wrong, though. No, you do. Gnomes have dark vision. I was right. 60 feet, right? Yeah. I mean, if you guys all have dark vision, you can go through the night, but understand that that will add an exhaustion level. Yeah, no. Not doing that shit. Okay. Okay, so coming uh, across a small clearing on the right, you guys can, can sleep there if you'd like, or you can camp out in the woods. It's up to you guys. I like bushwhacking. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't make a difference to me. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> All right, so pulling the pony and the horse off the road, you guys camp out in the bush. The pony and the horse kind of grazing around this open field. The Warforged is obviously on that sentinel mode, right? Power yeah, down, but still somewhat keeping aware of watch, yeah. yeah. And you guys take a rest. If you need to regain hit dice, you may do so now. Spells can be rearranged for the wizard, if you so choose. And you got your dailies, right? Yeah. But you awake the following morning without incident, no issue, uh, at about 6 o'clock in the morning. Let's Would you guys like to then. ride hard and fast? Let's, let's get going, yeah. All right. We got a, we got a mission. You guys want to, to eat any breakfast of any sort? I don't need that crap. <laughs> <laughs> you got some cheese. I like cheese. I'm going to hand the cheese to Fievo. Wow, what a nice guy. Jeez, you've, you've changed. I'm, I'm a good guy. Man, your 301 is good on you, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 369, actually. Oh, sorry. My bad. Jesus. Yeah. Ah, yeah, I forgot that you wanted that 69. I've been with him for like 300 <laughs> years, Diver Tate, so yeah. I, he was quite young when I met him. Yeah. 69. Yeah. A run. A, a run. A young, kind of scraggly. No. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of on Just the a couple little whiskers. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's got this full beard. An old man. Dick don't work no more, but he's he's still working upstairs. You know what I mean? I mean is he? I don't know. <laughs> little, I'm, I'm all over the place too. All right. So after a small breakfast of what sounds like cheese and 
I gotta smoke. You're gonna smoke your pipe, obviously, yeah. right? Because why wouldn't you at six o'clock in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> you guys' life is short. Mounting your steeds and continuing to head down the road, you guys ride through most of the day. Choosing to eat probably on horseback, I'd imagine, to save time. You don't mm-hmm. have to stop for anything. It is nearly four o'clock in the afternoon when you guys reach the uh, intersection where the roads cross at a four-way. There is a sign for Ryeberry. Uh, however, the sign post is knocked over. We're headed lies... northward. So, sorry? We're headed northward. Northward. I'm just saying the sign post is knocked over. Which so, way would you guys like to go? Oh, that's northward. That's a good sign. Uh, the path to the right. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So, heading to the right, you guys are on the right track. And for being on the right track, you're each going to gain 100 experience points. You're welcome. Yes. Dude, I said <laughs> northward. <laughs> okay. I'll give you that. Okay, so how far... Northward, would you guys like to ride along the road? One kilometer. <laughs> One kilometer? Okay. All right, so riding a kilometer down... <laughs> just, just looks, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I guess. Riding a kilometer along the road, uh, what would you guys like to do? I don't know. Aren't we supposed like, to look for I'm a just, drainage pipe? No, Oh no. we know where to go. Well, then why is he asking if there's something that we need to do? If Wait, no, we're probably going to run into a little bit of resistance somewhere. So I'm keeping watch. I'm, 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 because st- he said there was, you know, bad guys the other way, probably less resistance, but he seemed to be this, like, this is the place we're going to run into trouble. So I'm, I'm, I'm aware. I'm keeping watch. Okay. So you're, you're on the lookout. Yeah. I'm on the lookout. Check. Yeah. I'm going to perception check. Uh, 19. Okay. So you don't notice anything moving or living currently. There's large forests, uh, to your right and left. Left, obviously, being the direction towards Ryberry. But you don't see any movement of any creatures or, or, or beings. You do notice that there is a scarce amount of life, not a lot of birds in the sky, and not a lot of, like, squirrels or other animals in the forest. It seems very quiet. They all got eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, according to the wizard, they all got eight. So <laughs> so what would you guys like to do? You're about a kilometer down the road to the north. Didn't, didn't Orin say we have to cut through the forest and... If we go through the left forest, wouldn't that be the right way? Because you said then we would go through less resistant. Yeah, we're on we're on that path. It's just how far down the road do we have to go before we cut in? It was one kilometer. I yeah. wrote down one kilometer. So okay, so we're gonna cut in. Okay, so you guys are gonna cut into the forest. Yes. All right. Are you bringing horses and luck luck with you? We're ditching luck luck. <laughs> oh. I'm, just asking, I'm just asking if you're bringing your horse with you. No, I'm not bringing mine. Luck okay. luck can come though. Oh, yo, time to bust out the wings. Luck <laughs> <Just fly laughs> luck cannot carry Gregory for sure. No, no, no. I'll just like you know, I'll bushwhack it, man. I'm a military man. I know how no, to man, get through. It's sick. If luck luck can carry me and Fievel, I can cast fly on your boy. Oh, you guys can fly in. Oh, oh, jeez. Oh, that's wow. oh, that's a new development. Like superheroes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Damn right. Oh. That would speed things up. Yeah. I'm However, a flying pony and a flying warforged are pretty <laughs> noticeable. Just letting you guys know. I'm not sure yeah. whether that's as incognito as you guys think it is. I mean... But it's sick. People were always surprised when Iron Man showed up. Yeah. yeah he, was, he was flying, like, at the height of jet planes, like 30,000 feet up. All right, fine. You guys are, I'd imagine, <laughs> not going to fly at 30,000 feet up. Atmospheric pressure is pretty light up there. You're not going to be able to breathe very well. You don't need to breathe, but they definitely I do. can go stealth mode. <laughs> no, the this is the only stealth I'll ever get. Basically be Iron Man is pretty fucking funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> okay. 
So would you like to fly or would you like to trek through the forest? I'm not saying you can't do the fly thing. I'm just, you know. I'll, I'll tread through. If you guys want to fly above, that's fine. I'll tread through the forest. Diablo, this one's up to you. Yeah, you know what? We'll stay on the ground, and if we're not, if we get lost or doesn't really feel like we're going anywhere, then then we'll take Luck Luck up for her first flight. Her first flight, sick. <laughs> okay, I'm excited. So, what would you like to do with your horse, Dabbled up? I don't know. Kick it in the shin and say, get out of here. Okay. Kick it in the shin. I'll send the horse. <laughs> no, no. He said he's gonna kick it in the shin. So oh, you kick goodness. the horse in the shin. It rears up, beginning to wildly. Plop its its hooves forward. <laughs> and roll me a it's gonna it's gonna try and hit you actually. You kicked it in the shin. Yeah, but with a two you nimbly shady gnome style yeah. roll out of the way. Okay, <clears throat> the horse is spooked though. I mean you, you hit you kicked the horse. I love to Greg. <laughs> uh, <laughs> clean I'll, up my mess, take I'll care of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I'll grab the reins of the horse, calm it down, and then send it off back the way we came. Okay, so the horse begins to trot slowly in the direction that you guys came. Yeah. Alright. It's now the three of you and Luck Luck. What would you like to do? Let's go bushwhacking. Heading into the forest. On the left. On the left, I understand. Which direction, which like cardinal direction are you guys going to keep in mind here? West. Correct. Nice. Good stuff. So you guys head west through the forest. You have a few kilometers of trekking to go through the forest. And so... Because of just the difficulty of the terrain, it's not like super easy for you guys to walk through Ooh, here. Doesn't affect me. Doesn't affect you. You no. don't care about terrain. But these little guys and their short, stubby legs. I'll pick them up, put them on my shoulder. Sick. I was just going to hop on. Okay. <laughs> okay. So after trekking about six kilometers through the forest, and at about 6, 6.15 in the evening, you guys come to the edge of the forest and to the open clearings, the open uh, fields around Ryeberry. Ryeberry is about a kilometer away across these open fields, and some of these are, are farm farmland. However, you come across quite a, a terrifying scene. The siege of Ryeberry has begun by Zugtmoy's forces, and you guys hear the clanging, clashing, and the uh, the vile sounds of battle. Okay, uh, emerging from the trees, more northward, so like you guys can kind of see in front of you, large swarms of these vile undead, as well as large trolls, Fuck. sickly looking are on the horizon. To your left, you can kind of see the gates of Ryberry, which are being viciously attacked uh, by what looks to be a giant of some sort. And to the south of the city, you see these flashes of green magical light bursting out in the dusk. What would you guys like to do? I'm going to pull out the uh, the two maps he gave City's me. City's under attack. And... We need to help. <laughs> <laughs> no, no Fievel. We have a different mission. <laughs> Charge into battle. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? I'm going to pull out the uh, the map to find the, the entrance to the, the pipeline. Okay. So the drainage pipe on the drainage map pipe, yeah. has been circled with some ink and, and quill, and it looks to be about 500 meters from the city of Ryberry, and it looks to be directly north eastward of the city. So... You'd imagine about 500 meters from where you are now. Mm-hmm. It looks like there, in the in the drawing of the map, it looks like there's like a small pool of water or pond around the drainage pipe. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it seems to indicate that it's underground and that it just seems to come out on the surface just to to let go of the extra water near Ryberry. However, as you kind of look out over the field of battle, it does look like there are guys, uh, the the vile undead, that kind of march 
they're marching from the north directly, and they're marching from the, the east directly. But there are some stragglers which are walking in that northeastern zone, so you guys are going to have to be careful on your way there. Fuck. Okay. It's not so easy hiding this big fuck. No. We got a nice spell for us. I could use hidden in plain sight, and we could just stealth our way over. Nice. Wow, beautiful. You know what, Fievel, that's a really good use of, uh, of, of spells here, man. I'm going to give you 150 XP. Thank you. Uh, all right, so you're going to cast Hidden in Plain Sight, which means that you guys each gain a plus 10 boost to your stealth, well, dexterity checks in relation to stealth. So go ahead, mm-hmm. and I am going to need five stealth checks, one for every 100 meters we're going to go with, to get you guys safely to the drainage pipe. I need to know if you guys get anything less than 11. But remember, you also have the plus 10. Yeah, beat it. <laughs> okay. Beat it. Uh, I rolled six beat times, it. and I'm good. You rolled six times. <laughs> yeah. Just a little beat overachiever it. there, eh? Beat it. Beat it. Nice. Okay. So, I mean, uh, it's pretty hard I... to fail an 11 check. Either you critically <laughs> fail or you're good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, with the aided boost of Fievel's magic, you guys successfully make it to the drainage pipe. Congratulations on the first step of your mission to enter Ryberry Sewers. You are each going to gain 200 experience points. Fievel already gained that extra boost to it because he was able to uh, to pull out a pretty clutch move for you guys there. Coming across the drainage pipe, it looks to be about uh, it looks like there's about a foot and a half of kind of soupy, disgusting looking water around this pipe, which is nearly three feet in diameter. It has these wrought iron bars across the entrance of it, which look fairly old and rusty, and the water is about five feet across, just around this this drainage pipe. I don't even hesitate. I'm going to walk in and try and pry those bars off. Okay, well, I'm going to pull them. No, I was going to try and probably... Uh, is there anything lying around that looks like I had to like, pry it off? Wouldn't, I'm assuming there's nothing, yeah. Um, Open field. Battle's closer to the city than this. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Oh, yeah. Um, As you guys got closer to the city, though, you can definitely hear the screams of terror and the frightful sounds of battle in the distance. Mm-hmm. What What were you going to say? I just don't want to step in the muck, so I was going to hop. I'm still on your back? You're still on my shoulder, yeah. Okay, Yeah, cool. you might want to hop off. I'm going to have to use some strength here to get this thing off, probably. Okay, I'm going to hop off before I step in the muck. Okay, you're going to hop off before you step. Okay, so you're in the muck. Yeah, I'll, I'll head down and... Uh, you said they're pretty rusty? Yeah, I guess I'll just try and pull them off. Okay, roll me a d20, a strength check. To pull these off, I'm going to need a 17 or higher. Okay. Like, to just wrench them off? Yeah, it's going to be mm-hmm. a little bit harder than, yeah. I'll assist. That is an 18. 18? Yeah. Nice, perfect. So, our big, strong Warforge is going to just wrench the wrought iron bars off of the drainage pipe, exposing it, and uh, exposing a pretty foul smell for those of you with sensory... I don't flinch. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you <laughs> don't even. Don't, doesn't don't bother even me. It. Don't even notice it. It yeah. smells like literal shit. <laughs> I'm, I start gagging. Okay. This reminds me right back of, it's like the- <laughs> of the Ramuski tribe, does it? <laughs> yeah. Being in the yep. pit, my friend. This is like cool. Shawshank Redemption in reverse. All right, let's see what you guys got going on here. <laughs> what would you like to do? I'm going to look back and say, our way in. Uh, it is going to be a little bit of a challenge to get luck luck. To crawl through this thing because it's three feet in diameter, which means that it, you know if you guys lie on your stomachs, you can really crawl through there. Those of you who are really short can kind of just even like crouch down and like walk through. Yeah, right? you said three feet in diameter. I believe you're what about three feet? Yeah, I could go in lengthways and be fine. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. luck, luck is is higher than three feet tall. So Damn it. A, a horse is also I don't I don't imagine horses crawl. So this is 
wherein our challenge lies. Oh, oh, it's, <laughs> oh it's a pony. It can, sh- it can shuffle. <laughs> okay, we're gonna ram her in there like a fucking battery ram. You know, just oh my ram gosh. her in there. No, I think we have to, dude. We have we have to bring luck luck. I okay. I leave it up to the group. How much how much decide. flying do you think you're gonna be doing in this, in this cave? We're not flying. We need her lightning bolt. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need her wings. We just need her to shoot lightning at stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's up to you guys. I don't see a way that Luck Luck's going to get in here easily. Unless any of you guys have, like, a potion of shrinking. <laughs> oh, not on me. Alright, Fieva, I mean, what are you going to do? Technically, I didn't give her an evolution today, and I can shrink her size. <laughs> Dude, yes! Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, so she'd go from, what, medium to small? Yeah. Yeah. Can you ride her at that point? <laughs> Definitely not. You do not need to ride her. No. Why would you? All Like I said, all we need is her lightning bolt. Just another this tiny pony <laughs> shooting lightning at things. <laughs> I don't know how, how quickly these evolution points work, but for the comedy of it, I think it's fine. <laughs> I think I'll allow this. <laughs> how is luck not going to fit? Hold on. I put my shrink ray on her. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, perfect. She's pocket size. I look to them and I say, watch this. And I put both my hands on her face and she'll just shrink. Okay, so you put your <laughs> hands on Luck Luck's face and she begins to shrink down. She goes from a medium-sized pony to a small-sized pony. She is now about two and a half feet tall. Oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, she seems a little bit confused at first. It's obviously very jarring for an animal to go through this. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, she is Luck Luck, and she is just small. I say Warforge, you're next. <laughs> <laughs> Can you make me bigger? <laughs> oh my god. We need to ride Luck Luck, and like, you need to make her a giant. Dude, just make her ginormous. It would be interesting. Well, I mean, that's the thing, right? It's like, giant pony. Ponies are medium, so like, if he made her large, she would just be like a horse. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, huge. but still with short legs, right? Well, like, it should be a stubbier horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it would be a weird-looking horse. Yeah, no, that that's what I was going for, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, she's small, and you guys can now go ahead unhindered. Perfect, Whoa. yeah. All right, so who would like to go first down the pipe? Greg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is this pipe off the ground? Can you guys get into the pipe? Can't like, do, I don't have to like lift them up to the pipe or anything. Like no, it's not the pipe raised. Is along or, the yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. So I'll just yeah, I'll just hop in. Okay, so you're on your your hands and knees. Yeah, yeah crawling. Yeah, I'm crawling. You guys right. can walk as can Luck Luck. As you guys all now enter the sewage pipe leading into Rybear. Congratulations on getting yourselves into the pipeline, and you guys have about 500 meters of crawling through shit to do, my friends. Oh, man, I'm gonna need our players that are have sensory. To roll me some constitution saving throws against throwing up. Uh, I love this part. <laughs> <laughs> How many? Just one? Just one, yeah. I okay, gotta throw Roll up. a 16. Yep. Four. A four? Yeah, it's less than a five. So Fievel chokes that, that puke. He's fine with this smell. He spent about two weeks in the pit, I'll have you know. <laughs> <laughs> However, Dabble Dub, your stomach kind of gets away from you for a second. You just kind of feel queasy. You can choose to either, like, you know, hold it down or... or I'm just saying, it's really gotten to you. You're gonna gag. You're gonna pull trig. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you, you throw up in, in the side there, oh, and then God. you can continue along. 
cool. I'll, I'll look back and say, little worse than the library, eh? <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> librarian slam. <laughs> yeah, you're a little armchair explorer, aren't you? Yes, yeah, I am. Used to the mm. used to the filth of it. Fuck, it sucks, man. Yeah, but you've done a fair amount of adventuring in your day. I just don't think you've crawled through sewers. Yeah, sewages, yeah. yeah, it's just like I'm gonna go on an adventure, Gregory. Put me on your shoulders. <laughs> Carry me. Carry me to the adventure. <laughs> okay, where are we going? Is this difficult terrain? Gregory. <laughs> I can't get on my horse, Gregory. <laughs> I kicked my horse in the shin, Gregory. <laughs> Solve my problems. <laughs> we can't get in this door, Gregory. <laughs> That's okay. basically me. So you guys crawl through about 500 meters of this pipe before it eventually turns into a small walkway. Okay, it is cobbled stone on either sides, very dank and uh, pretty vile down here. However, uh, there are small walkways about a foot and a half in width on either side of the now little river of sewage and waste. Okay, uh, these alcoves are kind of um, they're like semicircular shaped, so you guys can walk along them. Uh, it looks like there are torch brackets along the walls, though there are the torches aren't lit down here. Uh, and this tunnel seems to go on for quite a ways, even past the extent of your dark vision. So I'm not sure what you guys would like to do, whether you want to walk in the sewage, walk on the sides, because there's there's spots on the right and the left that are like little walkways for people to like travel along, obviously repair the sewers underneath Ryberry. <laughs> so there are walkways on either side of like the small river. I walked in the walkway. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So Gregory's going to take the middle, and uh, and there is room for you guys to walk right alongside him if you want to, or you can walk slightly behind him. Behind. <laughs> okay, Luck Luck is going to walk behind Fievel, so so that's going down there. It's up to you. Like uh, to continue to push forward. I will pull out the other map, the, the inside the sewer map. Excellent. Read that. Okay, so looking at the sewer map right in front of you, it looks like, given the, the large black circle, which has been inked onto the, the map, it looks like you guys are going to head straight forward into the sewers of Ryberry. Okay? Yeah. Heading straight forward is going to lead you to a large chamber where you are... Uh, there's a scribbled bit of, of instructions which tells you guys that you are to uh, break away some stone in the center of the floor and that this chamber where this artifact is is actually beneath that. Okay. Okay? So it says break floor, head down, artifact. And it, like, circled... Furiously there? Yeah, on the map there. On the side. I'm going to hold up the map to Dabbledob and say, doesn't usually Etz mark this spot? <laughs> we're going with O today. We're going with O's, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Actually, I have my ink pen. I'm going to put an X on it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, what would you like to do? Start. Yeah, again. I'm going to head over there and go start breaking floor. Well, I'm going to do a perception check around. All right. Oh, fuck. I go oh, I'm going to do a perception check, too. <laughs> <laughs> perception check on a one? Yeah. Okay, so you try and, like, peer into the distance. You think you see something, so you take a couple steps forward, but you slip, and you fall knee-deep into sewage. Oh. I gag. <laughs> <laughs> I gag. <laughs> Want to roll me another constitution saving throw? It's up to you. I throw up. <laughs> <laughs> this is just not a good night for you. Eh? <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay, so Dabbledob, just empty stomach, feeling real queasy. Alrighty, um, you're going to do a perception check there, Gregory. Yeah. Okay, what'd you get? 16. Okay, so to the extent of your dark vision, you don't see any anything out of the ordinary, okay. creatures or otherwise. You guys all we- have dark vision, except for Luck Luck, I believe, so. So we can see to the end of the tunnel, or we can see into the cavern? You can see 
along the tunnel. Okay, you do not see this large alcove or this large okay. centerpiece yet. Okay, let's start heading forward. Nice. Okay, so continuing to walk forward, uh, you guys move about 40 feet before you see two side passages right and left. Okay, peeking down them, it appears that those are, are two empty. Right, so nothing, nothing yeah. there to, yeah, to write home about. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cautiously pull out uh, Atzen's sword here, you know. Okay. Or so sorry, uh, Atzen shield. My bad. Atzen shield. Yeah. Would anyone else like to pull out anything of note of consequence? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna pull out two torches and hold them with two of my hands, and then uh, a bow and arrow in the two other ones, I guess. Okay. Anything you want to pull out, Double Dumb? I have nothing to pull out besides my... He pulls his hands out. (laughs) Jazz hands. Okay. So continuing to head into the sewers, there's no sounds coming from the sewers themselves, but because obviously there's there's sewer grates up above the city, you're able to hear the echoing cries of battle and the sounds of sword-on-sword combat um, and just the the vile sounds of combat up above the city. So, you know, you guys are kind of like on this whole separate mission from the turmoil that's going on up top. Yeah. Sick. Okay. Uh, as you guys continue to move forward, you move about 60 feet before reaching another set of side passageways in the sewers. And there must be a grate right above you because you hear screaming, someone saying, help, help. And then like a sickening crunch that sounds like someone's just been impaled and died. Mm. I know that sound well. You know that sound well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So looking up, you see this hideous form kind of moving over the sewer grate and continuing on its way inside the city. You know, I, I kind of wish I was there, mm. but I know we have a, a, a mission to do, so yeah. I I trudge oh, forward. Ran bravely. One of the storms up or something. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Is that cast possible? Lightning bolt. <laughs> light- I All of a sudden, lightning. they come in the sewers. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Jesus. What would you what guys... What if I did vitriolic spear and put it... You can't you have see. To be able to see. Yeah. You, well, I'm just saying you can't see all the people that it might affect, so you might end up hurting other people, and you can't sculpt it around what you can't see, right? Gotcha. So I'm just letting you know that like you could hurt people, yeah, right? I, I feel you. Yeah. Okay. I know you want to help, but I'm just letting you know that there's this greater battle going on upstairs, Yeah. right? Something that's different from your mission. Okay. What would you guys like to do? I'm keep going. Keep right. going yeah. and follow the map. So, continuing to head forward, uh, you cross yet another set of side passageways before you move about another 100 feet into a very large chamber. This chamber has four cardinal directions that you guys can head, so you guys came out of what looks like the northeastern tunnel. There is also a northwestern tunnel, a southwestern tunnel, and a southeastern tunnel. Um, and there's this uh, large platform of stone in the center with these kind of river, like the movement of sewage okay, around the, the edges of it. Uh, the, this is kind of like a dome, this alcove, so it is about 12 feet tall, and if you guys look at the map, this is where you're supposed to, to be. So, we so we're, yeah, we're breaking the stone bit in the middle, is mm-hmm. what the map's saying? Yeah, the yeah. map's saying that it's underneath this. Okay. Well, uh... Get out of Gregory. Yeah, I just nobody brought a jackhammer, right? Eh? Uh, <laughs> no one, no one has a hammer either, do they? Uh, actually, I, I have I my made. fist, and it ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> <laughs> Plus fifty oh. experience points now, Rob. I like that <laughs> classic wizard. <laughs> I got my fist, and I ain't gonna do shit with it. Yeah, I was completely sleeping on my dungeoneer's pack here. I had a nice. crowbar the whole time. A crowbar, you fucking yeah. idiot. But I also have a, uh, I also have a hammer as well. Like it's not is is it is it like a slab like 
Like, we think we can push it off, or we, we're gonna have to chip it's away? It's cobbled stone. Yeah. Yeah, flooring. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, I'll pull out the, uh, the hammer and start bashing away. Okay, so it is just a hammer, not a sledgehammer, so you begin to, to bash away at it, uh, but this takes a fair amount of time. Like, it's, it's iron mm-hmm. on stone, yeah. so it's not the most effective yeah, I'm gonna pull out the sorry. I'm gonna pull out the crowbar as well mm-hmm. and like chip away chunks. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're gonna crowbar. Do you want anyone else to hammer while you're? Because you're doing this alone right now. And these guys I, are just watching. Yeah, I, I, I tell them to. So I was. I figured I would need like. Oh, you mean like just like chip down with like the crowbar? Chip down with the crowbar. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Okay. I thought I figured I'd have to hammer with it, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah you're strong enough to like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Fair. I'll uh, I'll offer the hammer up to. Fievel. <laughs> I love that look towards Dabbledob, and he just shakes his like, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to do that shit. I'll okay. offer the hammer, hammer to Fievel. Okay. Fievel, would you like to hammer down with uh, your boy? I say, with these pipes? Sure. Yeah, let's go. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, as they're doing this, I'm just going to do perception checks. Okay. Roll, roll uh, me d20. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, nine. So, uh, it's very tough to get a read on what's going on above, okay? There is no sewer grate above this alcove, this dome that you find yourselves in, but there are definitely sewer grates down each of these tunnels. And you can hear the battle raging up above in the city of Ryberry. And, um, and just, it's very clear that it's a, a frightful, you know, combat or, or frightful encounter going on up there, right? You hear the sounds of men, uh, crying out in pain. And you hear different sound, different uh, phrases being like yelled out all over the city, almost like you can almost very clearly hear someone say, "To the gate! They're storming the gate!" Okay, so you're just kind of sitting up there as your friends are clawing away at the at the cobblestone. So I'm getting a pretty it. clear image of what's kind of going on. Yeah, it sounds like it's not going super well. That's awesome. Okay, I'm going to need strength checks out of Fievel and Gregory. We're going to do three strength checks each by the the design of this this challenge, um, and we're going to see how long it takes for you guys to break through this cobblestone here. Okay. Uh, a 14, a 9, okay. and a mm-hmm. 13. Okay. Not 20? Nice. Uh, You'll have advantage on your next roll. Okay. Uh, that's a 20, not not. Perfect. Oh, sorry. That one was an advantage, but that was a 21. 21. Perfect. Okay. Fievel, your rolls were, were decent, though not fantastic. And Gregory, your rolls were fantastic, boosting his up, okay? Or his lowering yours down, whichever way you want to look at it. Essentially, given the tally, you guys are going to take nearly two hours to chip away through about two feet of this cobblestone. Holy fuck. Okay. To, to a size that is sufficient enough for you guys to, like, move through it, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. gonna smoke while that's happening. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. nothing yeah, like I the figured. sounds of battle going on, and you guys are just tamping, <laughs> smoking away, right? Yeah. Okay. Classic dabble dog doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Once you guys have a sufficient hole for you guys to all get through, what would you like to do? Gregory goes first. I'm a, I'm gonna take a look before I just blindly hop down. Nice. Roll me a d20, and before I forget, for finding your way to the large alcove and for breaking through the cobblestone, you are each going to gain 200 experience points for this section section of the mission. Sweet. I love those mission sections. Oh. 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 Okay. You're gonna roll me a perception check to see what's below. Oh, yeah, I would love to. 
That is not the prettiest roll. <laughs> <laughs> what you got there? That is a. Uh, is it that's a, a sit? It's a not one. No, it's not. No, it's not a not one. No. Okay. So looking down, uh, it's fairly dark. Though your dark vision does help, you're able to see a uh, what looks to be a pretty dome-like room. It's almost like a semi, like a semicircle, a semi-sphere. Okay. Yeah. So a flat floor. There is no sewage or drainage down here, and it doesn't look like there's any other passageways. In the center of the room, there appears to be a pedestal upon which sits some type of urn mm-hmm. or vase. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can see that there is an alcove in the corner—not a tunnel, but an alcove—but you're not sure what's there. It looks okay. to be like some sort of table or something. You can't really tell. Okay, um, are we? So is this thing that we're looking down, hopping down from? Is that right in the middle? Yeah, the the vase is right in the middle. But where no, but are where dropping? are we dropping down in from? Right in the middle. Right in the middle, so yeah. we're going to hop right on top of this. Yeah, unless you're careful. What didn't he say to break it? So isn't that kind of the point? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to smash it in one go. Let's take this thing right out. Okay, yeah, whatever you'd like to do. <laughs> it's probably a curse on this. Oh, definitely, yeah. Fuck yeah. Out. yeah, you're right. I should get you to take a look at it. Oh, yeah, so curse me. Yeah, that's fucking fine. What would you you're guys the magic man. like to do? Craig. Go down. Yeah. Okay. How far of a fall is it when we go down? Uh, it looks to be about 20 feet. Mm. Fuck. It's quite a large dome. Um, I'm going to pull out my rope. Yeah. And uh, is there anywhere to tie it onto? Ooh, that's going to be tough. There are torch brackets on the walls here. Mm. They're old and they're rusty. I'm not sure how much you trust them. It's not like there's other... Can I tie it around the remaining chunk of stone? The remaining chunk of stone. Yeah, you said it's kind of propped up and there's sewer around it, right? So, like, if I tie it around the big chunk... Yeah, you'd have to, like, get down into the sewage and kind of, like, pass, like, put the rope around one of the little walkways. Doesn't bother me. Okay, that, yeah, I mean, yeah. you can definitely do Whatever's going to get us down there. Cool. So, you walk over to, let's say, the, the northeast tunnel, the way that you guys came. Sure. Cool. All right, so, uh, and you're going to need to take out your rope and then just pass it underneath the the water the sewage uh, to the other side where you can then kind of loop it around the little tiny arched walkway. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'll okay. Do that. So wait. Question. Before we do that, is it a waste of a spell if I just cast fly on all you guys and just send you down? I mean, we're depends just, we're on how good of a spell fly. There. You're also gonna have to cast it on everyone. Yeah. There's gonna be a lot of spells. Mm-hmm. Can I not just like? Take it off and then no, no it's it would be a okay. whole new spell to cast. I feel else. like rope is very underused, and I'm 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 happy that I'm using it right now. So let me do this. Go for it. All right, yeah, I'm tying the rope on. Yeah. Okay, so you tie the rope around. I need you to roll me a survival check when you tie this rope. Really? Don't suck at this. Survival check. Yeah, survival is rope tying. Oh, fair. Which is wisdom plus bonus and survival if you got it. That is a seventeen. Nice. So you very sufficiently tie the rope off to the northeastern section. Uh, you guys have about 15 feet to the little hole that you've created from where that rope is tied, and then uh, obviously the drop down, so with 50 feet of hemp and rope, you've got a fair bit coiled on the ground there. Oh yeah, I got plenty. Sweet. Alright, what would you guys like to do? I'm gonna climb down the rope. Alright, roll me for 20 feet. I'm gonna need two strength or dex checks, whichever ones you prefer, to get yourself down there. Either. If you roll less than a... Ten. It's gonna be a fall. Fuck. I right. wear. Just let you guys know. Fourteen and a nat twenty, and I. I guess I'll carry Luck Luck down. Nice. Too. <laughs> luck Luck can fly, so I mean she can. <laughs> although I, I don't know if she can drop and then fly. She yeah, you want to carry me. her down? Yes. Okay, if you're carrying her down, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll allow it. You have four arms. That's fine. <laughs> She's also small now, so it's not like she weighs. Uh, yeah, she wouldn't weigh a bunch, would she? No, no I think that's not as I think, small. I think that's she'd safe. be like a as a small pony. You'd be like I don't know a large dog. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. so you walk, you you climb luck luck down with you. Okay, I got twenty plus on both. Twenty so. plus on both, fantastic. Well, uh, what do we have to beat? You have to beat a ten. Ooh, okay, well I beat. The 10 on the first one, and then I did not beat it on the second. All right, I'm going to have you take 10 feet of falling damage, which means you're going to take a whopping 6 damage, my oh, friend. Oh, wow. That hurts. That hurts the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gentlemen, I will now paint the scene for you. You are in a room that is 40 feet in diameter, 20 feet tall. It is a semi-sphere. In the center, right next to where you guys climb down the rope, is a pedestal. Okay, the pedestal is very, very functionary. There's nothing really interesting about the carving here. It's just a uh, cylindrical block of stone, which is carved up until on it rests a vase. This vase is very, very interesting because it doesn't seem to be made of any material that you guys are familiar with. It looks like it's made of fungus, mushrooms, and other types of, of ilk. And the vase almost seems to move and ripple, and the ver- various pores and lesions on it seem to almost, like, breathe. And it just does this in this very sickly-looking rhythm. Ugh. You also see the alcove that your boy Gregory noticed first, but instead of a table, it looks like a sarcophagus on the other side of the room. It looks like there is also writing at the base of the sarcophagus. Ooh. In what language? I don't know what it is. The language is... Comet, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Convenient. Yeah, that's nice. Convenient. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you'd like to read it? Oh, lovely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe not out loud, but like, <laughs> but like I'll read what it says. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious. Yeah. Okay. So in common, it reads, "Here lies Corvin, chosen of Zugtmoy." Mm, sounds dangerous. Let's <laughs> fuck his day. Plus fifty experience points, <laughs> Gregory. It does sound dangerous. Oh, have you seen that meme, sorry, that, <laughs> of the Simpsons? Just like, I'm, I'm in, in danger. danger. <laughs> <laughs> Here lies Corvin, chosen of Zugtmoy. I'm in danger. <laughs> danger. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Plus 50 experience points for you as well. <laughs> okay, gentlemen. What you do next is up to you. Well, we're here to destroy it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to look to you because, uh, you know, you read books. This isn't a weapon that I know how to wield. So I, I'd, I'd say you investigate this. <laughs> check it out. I You're going to check out the vase? Yeah. How are you going to do that? Not going to touch it. <laughs> don't, don't you have, like, a detect magic or something like that? No, sir. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, sorry. Sir. <laughs> no, sir. Purely an offensive spell. Yeah. Um, no such thing as... as I <laughs> do have this feat called Researcher, though. Which allows you to? Uh, I don't think it's going to do shit, but it says know how to find stuff. Yeah, so what Researcher does, because you're a wizard, like, you know where to look in terms of, like, libraries, yeah. um, archives, books. You know where to find information relating to certain things. It, you look at this thing, and you, you might know where you might find information about it, yeah. if such information exists, but it certainly doesn't help you now. Yeah. I say, I say we fuck the urn first. I know. You fuck yeah, the urn so first? Yeah, so you want to go balls deep. I like it. Okay, <laughs> so... Are we slicing it, smashing it, burning it? Um, that one's up to you, bud. I don't care. You no know, fun guy to me seems, you know, you know, you know, burn it, burnish. Yeah. 
gonna say let's try some range stuff first and if that doesn't work then we'll uh beat it yeah like if i don't have to be up close and wear this thing might you know might be good okay uh, so what would we like to do let's back the fuck up so you're gonna back up right against the wall opposite to the alcove yeah yeah okay so you're right back up against the wall. You are currently 20 feet from the pedestal in the urn. Fuck, that's not that far. What would you like to do? It's <laughs> <laughs> third casting, boy. Let's uh, let's blight this bitch. Okay. So you're going to cast Blight on the urn. Can I get you to roll me a d20? This is an attack roll. This is a super simple target to hit. I'm going to go with you need more than a 10. Uh, that's a 15. All right. So you cast Blight at the urn. You slam... This black ball of energy through the air, it spirals towards the urn, slamming it. The urn does not knock off the pedestal. Okay, so it does not clatter to the ground, doesn't fall. Instead, about a foot from the urn, the spell seems to fade and disappear into nothing. A fine mm. mist. Okay? Uh-oh. However, what does occur... Oh, we startled <laughs> the beast. ...is that... The stone slab covering the sarcophagus grates and slides away, and there is a sound like a raspy breath. <sighs> okay, get up and in then there, boy. Silence. <laughs> Sitting upright, and then turning its skeletal head towards you, there is a skeletal knight. Okay, presumably Corvin, servant of Zugtmoy. Okay, he turns mm. his head towards you and seems to whisper. Are you chosen? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> if someone asks you if a god, if you're a god, you say yes. Are you chosen? I'm going to need you to roll me a deception check here, Dabbledob. 14 high enough? Well, wait. What's your bonus? 17. Okay. Fuck you. So, <laughs> the chosen of Zugtmoy seems to know that you are not <laughs> another chosen of Zugtmoy, or not, at least not, not a follower, okay? It seems to take a moment, it stares deeply towards you. It's just empty sockets in its eyes. I'm not going to look at his eyes. two arms to push itself up, and then you notice two more arms on it. Grasp at the sides of the sarcophagus. It's another Fievel. <laughs> <laughs> it turns its back to you for a second, and then draws a very long-looking greatsword, and then a very long-looking battle axe. It seems to wield the battle axe in its two upper hands and the the great sword in its two lower hands. Yep. Blight in the face. Uh, as this is happening, I'm I'm pulling out my deer again, making sure I'm ready to go. Okay, so you're gonna throw a blight at it as its back is turned. You're saying? Yes, sir. Okay, roll me a d20. Fuck this guy's day. Fuck inspo. <laughs> you. <can't. laughs> Fuck. I missed. <laughs> okay, so your blight splashes against the wall. As it turns, it's got the battle axe in its two upper hands, the greatsword in its two lower hands. It laughs at you and says, You are not worthy to be here. I'm the chosen one, so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not even going to make you roll a deception check. He knows you're not the chosen one. <laughs> okay, I need you all to roll me initiative rolls, please. Well, I got low rolls out of the way, so we're good. Fuck. No way. Corvin, the skeletal warrior, is going to receive a... Ooh. He rolled a nat 20. No, he's got a 21 total. What do we got, Gregory? I've got a uh, 13. 13? 13? 14. 14. 14. For Gregory, 10. For your boy, Dabbledob and Fievel? Uh, 12. What do you and Lucklap got? 12, okay. Alrighty. So, Corvin is going to go first. He's got 30 feet of movement speed. 
which means that he cannot make it to you in his first turn, turn though he definitely fucking tries. Okay, so he is <laughs> he is 10 feet from you guys, and he has both both weapons raised, as though he's going to slash his battle axe one way and his greatsword the other way. So almost like trying to catch someone like in a scissoring vice, okay, mm. between the two blades. He's going to stop 10 feet from you and end his turn. What would you guys like to do? I've got Gregory him. up next. I'm gonna call him a bitch. <laughs> Not your turn, but I like it. You're gonna yell out, "You're a bitch!" <laughs> okay, Gregory, he's ten feet from you. What are you gonna do, my friend? You said he's he's quite large, right? How yeah, big is it's, this guy? it's odd. He almost stands three feet taller than a regular. He's almost ten feet tall. Looks like he's been mutated in a fair number. Okay, of he's a skeleton. How long are his legs? Good question. Like, his could legs. I slide through them? Um. Ooh. Yeah, his legs are like five and a half, six feet long. Ish. Does that make sense for a ten foot tall guy? Yeah, I mean, five, it does. Five, yeah, maybe legs little, are longer. Than maybe a little longer. Yeah. Yeah. Six. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna go with yeah. If you slid on the ground between his legs, you probably I'll just could. like slid under with my shield up like that. Are yeah. you gonna cup check him or what? <laughs> no, like no, she's <laughs> He's like slashing down, so I want to like slide under and take a like with my shield up and take a leg. Nice, I yeah. like it. Okay, I'm gonna need you to roll me a. We're gonna go acrobatics check for the slide. Okay, which is gonna be dexterity and then an attack roll. Yeah, okay. this is why I took the proficiency in that. <laughs> nice. So first the the check. First the yeah the slide check. I mean if you we're gonna go with anything over a a twelve you're gonna have a, a good strike. Here. Okay, that is a twelve right on. Dope. Okay, so your slide is fantastic. You slide right between his legs. You're gonna have one slash attack as you go through, and then you can like stand and slash again if you so yeah. choose. So go for that first slash. That is a nine. Okay, so with a nine, you're sorry. You're using a battle axe, correct? Yes. Your battle axe slams against his shin plates, the guards, the armor that he's wearing. Mm-hmm. You do not cut through them and do any damage. Okay. okay. But as you spin around and stand up, you're able to strike again. Yeah. Okay. He's wearing armor, right? So mm-hmm. weak points probably around like a neck or something like. Ah, I don't know if I can. Ah, his pretty weak tall. points would be around the joints of the arms, yeah. around the elbows. There's also you know some I'm probably points. like crouching, so I'm gonna take the back of the knee. Back of the, yeah, the left knee? Yeah, because yeah, it's your right be, arm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, for sure. Let's see it. That is a 16. Nice. That is on the nose, enough to slash the back of his knee. Okay? You don't cleave it clean off, but you do cut through to the bone. Mm-hmm. You should roll me your damage if you can. That is an 8. An 8. Cool. So he takes 8 damage. We've got, that's the end of your turn. You're done there? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Just making sure. All right. Next up, we've got Fievel. Fievel, you and Dabble, uh, you and uh, Dabble, Dabble, you and Luck Luck, what would you guys like to do, my friend? So I, I can't hop on her anymore, right? She's too small. She's too small to ride, correct. <laughs> Damn it. So if he's not right. riding, are they still acting as one? I'm, um, I'm going to cast uh, Confusion on their knight. Confusion. Okay, yes. let's see it. Roll me. Is he rolling to avoid yeah, that? Yeah, he's, he's rolling to resist uh, wisdom. All right, he automatically succeeds. He cannot wow. be confused. Okay. I know. Don't you just hate the demented? <laughs> <laughs> the oh, cursed. The cursed. The yeah. cursed. So you've used your action to cast confusion, which means Luck Luck is going to do one of her various things at random. I'm assuming yep. that she is going to use her lightning beam attack, which is like her favorite thing to do. Yeah. 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 Pegasus. Her, her pony power. Her pony. <laughs> don't don't pony All right, power. So he's going to roll a dex saving throw to get out of the way. Correct. Mm-hmm. So we've got our boy rolling a ten total. I assume that's not enough to get out of the way. Not enough. Okay. I'm also going to need, because it's a line attack, I'm going to need Gregory to roll a dex saving throw as well to get out of the way. 
Mm, yeah. That is, what do you need, a 10? Uh, it'll be his, spe- it'll be Luck Luck's spell save. So what's her save, Fievel? Uh, 15. Okay. Oh, so it looks like Gregory it. and your boy Corvin, the Chosen of Zugtomar, are going to take the same amount of damage. Can I get that damage, please, Fievel Mazenthoff? It's, uh, 8 total. 8 total? Cool. Yep. Alright, so you're going to take 8 damage, Gregory. Uh, next up, we also, uh, is there any movement that you want to do in your turn, Fievel and Luck Luck? We're, yeah, we're backed up against the wall, correct? Correct. Yeah, 10 feet from Corvin, who is now completely engaged with Gregory. Okay. Yeah, we'll move. Both of us will just kind of, like, shift over 15 feet. Okay. Right or left? Uh, let's go right. Cool. All right, so you're 15 feet right. I love it. We are now moving up. Last but certainly not least, Dabbledob, what do you got going on, my friend? <sighs> what would be better, deck save or a constitution save? Dex. And dex? Okay. Let's do uh, Vitriolic Sphere. Okay, so you're going to spell sculpt that around Gregory? Uh, yeah. Perfect. It's a 20-foot radius, so... It is, yeah. You could not center it on them, right? That way you don't hit yourself or Fievel and... Yeah. Yeah. So if you if you center it... Yeah, yeah if you centered it on them, I mean, you would be you would be in it, as would Fievel and, uh, Fievel and Luck Luck. So yeah, if you center it, off-center it, then yeah, it'll just be Gregory and Corvin. Can I put uh, it on the vase? If you put it on the vase with a 20-foot radius, you'll oh, be hitting yeah. the entire room. Because the room is 40 feet in diameter. It's a, it's a circle. Oh, fuck it. I got... I can sculpt around all of everyone. Oh, fair so enough. Okay. Yeah. So you center it on the vase, and we are going to be spell sculpting for everyone. I'm going to need... I mean, the vase is automatically going to get hit. Can't move. Um, and Corvin is going to roll a dex saving throw, correct? Yeah. Awesome. He's got a three plus three is six. Not yeah. enough to He's, avoid it. He sucks. He's taking the he damage. Sucks. <laughs> what is that, 10d4? Yeah. Alrighty. You can go ahead and roll me that 10d4, my friend. 20, 22. 22 damage. Perfect, my friend. Uh, this acid uh, exploding out from this small green sphere, which you shot towards the center of the room. The urn in the center of the room seems to breathe quickly, right? And begin to, like, seems, seems to writhe and move faster than it was before. Okay? Though nothing else happens aside from that. Mm. Okay, we're back up to the top with Corvin. He is going to turn very swiftly. He takes 5d4. Five. Another 5d4. Oh, yeah, for starting his turn in it. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, roll me that 5d4 then. 8 damage. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, so Corvin is going to turn very quickly. He's going to slash at Gregory with his very large great axe and then slash at him with his uh, his great sword. Okay, he's going to roll his first d20. He's Soak got a up, 3... Baby. <laughs> a 3 plus 7, so a 10. Not enough to strike you with the great axe. With the great sword, he's got a 16 plus 7. That'll hit. That'll hit? Okay. So, on that guy, he is going to strike you with a clear 5, 6, 7, 8 slashing damage and 10 necrotic damage. Ugh. Oh, necrotic. Fuck, I hate that. Which means that your health point maximum is going to be reduced by 10 for the next hour. Bummer. Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. We are now moving on to Gregory. Okay, Gregory, what would you like to do? This guy just struck you with his very large great sword. What are you gonna what are you gonna do, my friend? You gonna just take that? You gonna take that lion down? No, no, I hope that, I was hoping that knee chop would, you know, throw him off a little more than uh, sure. yeah, it did. Yeah, but he's you know? ten feet tall, he's wearing arm, he's a big boy. Of course, of course. Yeah. And you know, undead and whatnot, yeah, you for know, sure, yeah. like 
Absolute yeah. slime ball. Okay. Yeah. I hate the guy. Hate I'm going to say it. I'm, I don't think this is going out on a limb. I hate the guy. All right. I called him a bitch already, so. Uh, all right. Let's see what you got. What do you, what do you got going on? Okay. So uh, he's just slashing down at me with all these crazy arms. Uh, I'm going to try and take out an elbow, I guess, next. Nice. Which yeah. one? Right or left side? Ah, uh, well, that sword hit me pretty good, so I'm not aim for that bad boy. Okay. All right. So, uh, just one of the one of the elbows of the. Yeah, whatever's closest. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, given that you're right-handed, his left elbow. Would be yeah, the closest gonna, strike for you. I'm gonna chop down on that. Roll me a d20. That is a twenty, not that. Uh, so he has a really interesting reaction which he can use uh, called parry. Great. He's going to add five to his AC, so he's going to take that. Uh, battle axe, and with his left hand, he's just gonna move it so that you slam against the the iron hilt of the battle axe instead. So you would have had that perfect hit, but he slams it away. Okay. okay. Hopefully, he's only got one of those. Yeah, he's got one of those a turn. All right. What would you like to do now? Go for that same same elbow. Go for the fucking face. Yeah. <laughs> face fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> no. So he. So I was like chopping down, and he blots it with the hilt. Yeah. Yeah, can I, like, swing an uppercut at one of the lower arms? Yeah, the lower arm? Yeah. Okay, sure, yeah, yeah. go for it. Aiming, aiming for that elbow. Sweet, roll me a d20. That is a 21. Nice, okay, so he is unable to add his... Yeah, you would beat it with that. So he tries to block it, can't, and you slash upward towards his elbow, okay? Mm-hmm. You hear a sickening crunch of iron on bone, so you do some pretty sweet damage. Roll me your, your, your d... What do you got, like a 10? Uh, D8. D8. Fair enough. Oh, yeah, because you got a shield. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's uh, eight again. Perfect. After Gregory's turn, we got Fievel and Luck Luck. What we got going on, Mouse I'm going to hear me cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Why not, right? <laughs> two direwolves come to my aid. Okay, so you summon two direwolves on either side of you. They snarl and growl, but they are unable to act on this turn. Luckluck's got her turn, though, and she's actually going to have a pretty clear shot of Corvin here. If she, as you've now chosen not to command her, she's just going to do what she does, so she's going to energy attack towards him. Um, it's not going to hit Gregory this time, though, oh, thank because God. instead of firing <laughs> from the back directly towards him, you're firing from the side, no longer putting him in harm's way. Corvin's got a 14, plus his dex of 3. On the save. All right. So it's up to you guys. As it's up to, I think he beats that fifty. Yeah, he beats it, so he takes uh, half damage. Cool. Roll it. Uh, five total. Anything else that you'd like to do movement-wise on your turn, Fievel? No, I think I'm good where I am. Sweet. Dabble dab. Up to you, my boy. Let's uh, scorch and ray this bitch in the face. All right. I let. Well, he's guys back. Turn to you. Back of the face. Mm, maybe in the butt. In the butt. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, why not, Dabble dab? Okay. Yeah. Scorching ray is three different rays of light. Yes, sir. Roll me three d twenties. The number you're looking for is a 16, my friend. Oh. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. One fuck hit. It. Nice. Okay, roll me your damage. Your Scorching Ray slams Corvin, the Chosen of Zugtmoy, in the back. In the butt. In the butt. Okay, sure. In the butt. <laughs> uh, five. That's disappointing. Oh, five. <laughs> okay, he takes five damage. Corvin uh, is going to... Whoa, 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 wait. How far am I away from him right now? You're currently 10 feet from him. You haven't moved. You've stayed in the back of the wall. Okay, so is there a way that I can move 35 feet away from him? 35 feet away is yeah. going to be tough to do because yeah. you've got, what, 30 feet of movement speed? Yeah. yeah. So you can either run diagonally across, which would put you a solid 20 feet away with that 30 feet. Of, really, you're a gnome. You have 30? Yeah. Oh, because you're the... No, gnomes have 25. 
I thought that was for my... Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, gnomes have 25, yeah. So the the furthest you could get from Corvin right now with your 25 feet of movement speed would be 15 feet. Because you'd have to run along the... Although if you went diagonally, though... No, you can be 20 feet away. I think he's focused on me, dude. Yeah, but if I could stay far away, yeah, let's do it. You're going to move, move 20 feet away? Yeah. So moving along the left side of the wall, you're able to move 25 feet, putting yourself 20 feet away from... Corvin, chosen of Zugtomoy. It is now Corvin's turn. So he is going to strike at Gregory, the Warforged, who he's currently tangled up with. Okay, he's going to roll his first d20, but with a four plus seven, <laughs> he does not come close to the attack power needed. On his second attack, he's got a 13 plus seven. A 20, not nat. No. Not enough. Okay, so his attack's just bouncing off of Gregory's shield, and he seems to, like, rasp his voice in frustration, like you can see that he's he's frustrated that he's not hitting uh, you. Oh, good, good, yeah, no. Oh. No, he pissed me off. I'm gonna piss him off bad. <laughs> Gregory, it's now your turn. What would you like to do, my friend? Okay, well, I'm, you know, I'm just getting charged up with these sloppy attacks he's making here. I'm gonna, you know, get some damage on this guy. Yeah, I mean, we're going for more more elbows here. I'm gonna, these are the things doing damage on me. Roll me two d20s. Let's see what you got. That is a 14. Total? Yeah. Not enough. Okay, so Corvin's able to... You, you just attack and you hit his armor, so... Yeah. Yeah, not concerned. And another miss. Okay, so you strike at his armor twice, and Corvin actually seems to raspily laugh at you. Oh, damn it. <laughs> We're going back and forth now, boys. <laughs> Trade for Here we go. We're on to Fievel. Fievel, what do you got, my friend? I'm sick both my direwolves on uh, Corvin, and they're just going to go and bite his legs and try and rip some bones out, you know? Roll me 2d20s. Right. And, uh, yeah, I love the dog on a bone, man. They do have this thing called pack tactics, so if they're... If they gain advantage when one of their boys is next to them. Yeah, I got gotcha. right. you. So I'm going gonna, gonna to use that. Okay, let's oh, see what they got. Oh, 20. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> okay, so the first direwolf bites at the foot of Corvin, the chosen of Zugtmoy, taking his foot off. You see the boys now sit, standing like on, on just straight... Uh, what's that? What's that nub called? Nub, yeah. That's <laughs> fair. He's standing he's, on straight nub. The pirate knight. So I'm going to need double damage from that first guy. Can you roll me the second d20, yeah, though? Yeah, rolling away. Is a, is, a, is a 16 enough? That is enough to hit. The other guy bites deep into the calf, or what's left of it. <laughs> okay. All right, I need damage from your dire wolves. Right. Okay, that's uh, 16 for the first one with a nat 20, like doubled. Not like it's eight, but nice. doubles. And then uh, 11 for the second bite. No way. That's some awesome damage, dude. Yeah, not bad. And then uh, I guess Luck Luck's independent since I'm mind controlling these direwolves. I'm imagining Luck Luck is going to use her, her lightning energy attack. It's what she does when uh, you don't tell her what to do. And he's got a nat 20 on the evade, which means he leaps back, not only not incurring an opportunity attack from Gregory, but also. Clean sweeping out of the way, taking no damage from Luck Luck. Wow. What a bummer. <laughs> I know. Okay. <laughs> Alright, we are now up to Dabble Dob Dop at Dabble Dob. He's currently 25 feet from you. Fucking what would you like to do? Tight. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use uh, Melf's Minute Meteor. Nice. So that's six meters around my head. Nice. And I'm going to blast three at him. You can choose to blast three right away. Yeah. No way. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, is it him rolling to get out of the way, or are you rolling to hit? That's me rolling to hit. Okay, so roll me three d20s then, my friend, which means you have three meteors left over, right? Yeah. Holy fuck, these rolls are shit. Ah. 
Uh, one hit. That's one hit that. only? Okay, how much damage we got going on? Ooh, ten. Ten? Okay, so he takes ten damage. That is awesome. We are back up to the top with Corvin. Corvin turns slowly at first, looking at Luck Luck. He's going to run past the direwolves, incurring opportunity attacks from both of them as he rushes towards the tiny, or small, I should say, pony. Oh my god, he's targeting a monster. What the fuck? (laughs) He's the chosen of Zumptmoy, demon of disease. You guys are now calling him a monster. Okay, you get two opportunity attacks from the wolves. They have plus five. He jumped, he leapt five feet back. Okay, so that's an 18 and a 16. Nice. Let's see that, uh, let's see that damage. It's a nine for the first one. Nice. And a five for the second one. Perfect. Okay. Unfazed, he rushes towards Luck Luck. He is going to strike down at the pony. Oh my god. He's going to attack with his great axe and his great sword. He's got a 16 plus seven on the great axe. And he's got a nat 20 on the wow. sword. Our morale just went way down. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. The great axe, my friends, is going to do... Oh, I'll re-roll that one. He's going to do seven slashing damage on the axe, plus eight necrotic damage. Yeah. Is Luck Luck still alive? She is. Okay. Well, this is going to come as quite a hard hit, then, because he's got his great sword, which is going to do seven, eight, nine, ten... Double. Damage regular doubled, bringing it to 20 regular damage. And he is going to do 8 times 2, which is 16 necrotic damage for a whopping total of 36 damage. Yeah, you know, she's a, she's a tough pony, but she ain't that tough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Luck Luck falls to the ground with the nat 20. Okay, this is going to be quite a critical hit. He slices off. One of the wings of Luck Luck. Oh no! Oh. Oh, I mean, bitch. she's small. You're lucky. You're lucky she didn't get cleaved in half there. Yeah. <laughs> he has severely maimed your animal, and she is definitely down. I. How much total health does she have? Uh, forty-three total. Okay, so how how much negative is she right now? Because if he uh, negatived her forty-three, uh, no, that's not he, possible. He didn't get thirty-six. So. He, yeah, we got 36 plus whatever he did the first. Yeah, no, I guess yeah, not, yeah. eh? Not close enough. Yeah, it'd be like negative, uh, negative 11, I think. No, it's all good. All right, so Luck Luck is down, okay? We're going to treat her like we would a player because she's your beast, so she's okay. not going to be dead dead, okay? But she is uh, certainly hurting, my friend. Don't worry, buddy. We got that red egg. We're fine. <laughs> You're now up to Gregory. Gregory, what would you like to do, my friend? Oh, well, uh, you know, you revenge, for yeah. <laughs> revenge for Luck Luck. Revenge for Luck Luck. Revenge for Luck Luck. Pray for Luck Luck, everyone. Uh, pray for Luck Luck. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to charge at him, and he's got his back to me mm-hmm. now. Yep. Yeah, so I'm going to go... Uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go at the, the leg that's still got a foot. Nice, okay. Yeah. D20. Yeah, going at that knee. That is an 11. Not enough, my friend. And the second one is a 18. Nice. That is enough to strike at his leg. Roll me your damage. That is a 5. Okay. With your 5 damage, that is enough to take down Corvin, the Chosen of Zugtmoy. Gentlemen, you're all going to gain 6,100 experience points. That's a level up. (laughs) Congratulations on defeating Corvin. Okay. The chamber falls silent, except for a raspy breathing sound. 
which emanates from the vase. Urn. Fucking vase. What? I still have three meteors. You want me to hit it? Was that spell not in effect doing damage the whole time? Yeah, say the, the blight just... The vitriolic sphere? Or no. does that disappear? No, it's it's just always at one time? Okay. Yeah. I still have three meteors. You want me to hit the vase? Well, did we power down the protective shield? Probably. Go poke at it, see, you know, find out. What if I send Three. one of my direwolves to, like, grab it with its mouth and see if it can do that and bring it closer to us? Maybe it's just, like, an I'd, shield barrier in that thing. I would rather blast it with my three meteors and then Yeah, which you still it. have active. Yeah, right? I yeah. still have the three meters active. The so direwolves okay. are going to be up for an hour. No, okay. True. Yeah. Send, send one out and see what meteors are literally going to be up for a minute. Yeah, send, send one out and see what happens. Uh, I'm gonna send two at it. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. Roll me two d20s. We need anything more than a ten. E one. Okay, so one Melf's Minute Meteor strikes at the vase, okay? However, no protective barrier rises up. It appears that with Corvin's death, re-death, okay, the, uh, <laughs> barrier is down. So you can roll me your damage, as it not only strikes the vase off, but blasts against it and, and deals some actual damage to it. Eleven. Actually, sorry, uh, thirteen. Okay, so it takes 13 damage, okay, uh, as uh, quickly as it's fire damage, right? Like it's evocation. This is a meteor. I know, but what kind of damage is it? <laughs> like what school of magic? I have no idea. It should just be blunt. It's a Evo- meteor. It's evocation. It's evocation? Yeah. yeah. So if it's a meteor, like, yeah, but a meteor, I'd, Im- I'd imagine they kind of have this. Like, like a flaming thing. meteor or an ice yeah. meteor, like. It's, I have no idea. I mean, it's, it's, I mean it's one of the two. Yeah. So as it takes that damage, however, it very quickly, these lesions and diseases all along the vase begin to kind of cover back up the section which was struck until it lies on the ground and it looks like it took no damage at all. Fuck. Hmm. One more time? I mean, I don't think it's going to do anything, but might as well. Okay, mm-hmm. do we have anything that... No, he didn't give us anything to... So what if we, like, skin it alive, you know? Chop off all that protection. Yeah, then the... I feel like if we touch it, dude, like he said, the diseases kind of filled it back in, so it took no damage, so it's going to just come onto us then. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm very scared to touch it. <laughs> I ain't touching that shit. The only reason I haven't hacked at it yet. <laughs> I'm hoping one of these spells is going to work. <laughs> so, like, damage worked. It just healed itself after you did damage okay. to it. Like, in a sickly way. DJ Kali, another one. <laughs> <laughs> Plus 100 experience points. Well done, well done. Uh, that's a hit. Nice. So roll me your damage again. Oh, fuck, that's pathetic. Seven. Okay, so it takes that seven damage. Again, the, the vase kind of rolls across the ground from being slammed by the, the Melf's Minute Meteor. But then eventually, those diseases and lesions, fungi, and growths just kind of reclaim and cover the section which looks like it had been damaged. Yeah, there's something that does consistent damage. Wait, yeah, isn't your spear still up? What if you just keep pounding it with that? My spear, it's just a one-time yeah. kabang, uh, okay. and it only affects them on their next turn. I mean, I'll, I'll serve blast and spell Is something you well. both can cast some type of, like, fire shit at it or something like that? Like, do we need something continually both sides all around, muck it uh, from all corners? Flaming sphere? Yeah, so you could do Flaming Sphere. Anything that you got, Fievel? Uh, I'm going to use my Breath Attack, and, like the Elemental Attack, and it's Fire, so hopefully that'll do something as well. Okay. I know I know Lutlot's not moving, but maybe she can... 
She could fire out a little squirt. Yeah, I've been waiting for this. No one has has even tried to help Luck Luck, so she has been rolling death saving throws this entire oh, time. Oh dear me. Yeah, she is she is one step closer to death and one step closer to life at this point. I'm surprised that you haven't taken any interest in this Fievel. She's literally I mean, dying on the ground with a wing chopped off. <laughs> yeah, bring her back, man. Alright, yeah, I'll I'll rush over to her and heal her up. <laughs> yeah, now he rushes over. <laughs> Roll me oh, right. <laughs> your cure wounds. God. You know what? I feel like taking away inspiration. That's such a bad Beastmaster. His <laughs> beast got absolutely destroyed. Oh, right. oh, luck, luck. Yeah, yeah, hey. Oh. In a pool of I your f- own blood, yeah. dying. Yeah. No. Oh, you're so small now. I forgot about you. Uh, Seven and eight and a four, so 19 total. Nice. So she takes... 19 health back. Uh, her wing is not replaced, uh, and she looks really, really scared. That frightful pony is now the one being frightened, because her Beastmaster just left her to die for a little while there. Uh, sorry, you were... You... <laughs> okay. Sorry, so in the were... midst of all that, how's my Flaming Sphere doing? Uh, well, I was just... We were dealing with that first, okay. but... Okay, so you're going to be doing Flaming Sphere. Yeah. Anything that you'd like to do, Fievel and Luck Luck? Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll duel... He yep. will attack the team, uh, team it. the urn as well. Okay, so the urn cannot move, which means that it's going to automatically take full damage from both the lightning pony attack and the fire breath mouse attack. And it's also going to take 2d6 damage from the flaming sphere. So I need you to, if you're doing this in sync, I need you to all roll me your damage. Uh, 12. 12 from your boy. Dabble dab uh, with the flaming sphere. So 13 from me and Luck Luck. From both of you. Yeah. Okay. That's disappointing. All right. So it takes the 25 combined damage. Okay. The flaming sphere is still there. So on every turn, it kind of eats away at its health. But the uh, urn seems to very quickly heal itself again with these vile lesions. We need more. <laughs> more power. I don't have any more, buddy. I go. I don't got any fourth level anymore. I blew those. Fuck you. You get in there. Start hacking that bitch. <laughs> Fucking dare you. Okay. Uh, anything else that we'd like to try to destroy the urn? Ice knife? Or chromatic orb? Yeah, chromatic orb is what, like 48? Chromatic orb is 3d8. Yeah, it's way better than what you're doing now. Yeah, dude, it's like your well, biggest thought, damage thing right now. I thought it was just, I need consistency. No, your biggest uh, damage thing right now. Right. All together, like everybody's biggest damage thing. We'll get in there, fat boy. I, I don't have a range biggest damage thing. Well, throw your axe. <laughs> okay. It's a great axe. You can, yeah, I'll, all right. you can't throw that. No. No. It doesn't have a thrown component to it. God damn it. It flows wonky with a spike on the end. Okay, Come so, on. So you chromatic. want to do chromatic orb. Yeah. Okay, and Fievel and Luck Luck, are you guys hitting again? Yeah, I'm just going to hope for better damage. Okay, guys, you're going to do Chromatic Orb, which means you need higher than a 10, and it's going to automatically fail the deck saving throws of Fievel and Luck Luck. So I need all your damage all at once. It's a uh, 17 total from us now. Nice. Uh, that's 14. Nice. Okay, so with 31 damage total, the threshold being 30 damage at once, the artifact of Zugtomoy, this vile urn or vase, disintegrates into nothing. Yes, finally. Gentlemen, you are each going to gain 2,000 experience points for destroying the urn of Zugtomoy. Fucking right. Congratulations. What would your team like to do now? 
Say, say we celebrate. Dabble, pull out the pipe, man. Start, you know, smoke it up. Like, you're, you're killing it. Man. Battle going on upstairs. We're just gonna... <laughs> no, we got it, man. We, we got our mission. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> um, so I can't hear anything, correct? From Not the down going upstairs. No. Okay. So I want to climb back up. Okay. Roll me a strength check. Two of them, actually, please. If you fall, I'm throwing you back up. 16 and a 19. Nice. So you quickly and nimbly climb back up. The rope all the way to the sewers. And I want to do a perception check and listen to what's going on upstairs now. Okay, good stuff. All right, my friends, so it is the early hours of the morning. Take you guys a little while to crawl across the open fields to get through, crawl through the sewage, get down there, claw your way through the cobblestone, get down, complete the fight, all the time it took to destroy the urn, and now you guys are back up in the sewers. Are you guys also climbing back up with him? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's nothing else to do down here. There's nothing else to see. Oh, That's all. We, you know, I'll we grab luck luck as well. Yeah, we had the main attraction, so let's okay, um, get out. Do you want to grab his here. weapons? That did they disappear cool. with him? No. Do they? Do they look cursed? Uh, they certainly look wicked and cruel. I'm not sure that they. I mean, they, I'm not sure that they look cursed. Oh, oh dear me. Take it, dude. That's can I? Can I throw him in? Uh, you know. It's a great axe and a great sword. So they're both quite heavy, large weapons. Yeah, yeah, they're big. Also, he's big, so they're they're proportionate to his body, so they're quite quite large. Yeah, so they'd look sick in my hands. <laughs> That's <laughs> a lot of weight to be carrying around. Uh, and you can't use your shield, though. Yeah, yeah, I'll just leave it. It's fine. Okay, two strength checks from you, Gregory, and two from Dabbledob, or from, two, from, sorry, two from Fievel. Fievel, I'm going to need higher rolls from you. I'm going to need 15s because you're climbing up with Luck Luck. Ten and nine. Okay, so nine is not enough. You slide back down to the to the pre like ten feet, so you're ten feet off the ground. I say, let me and Luck oh, Luck yeah, go maybe. first, and then I fail my first one as well. <laughs> so, so you're both just in different different rates of failing this. Okay, um, so Gregory I'm upstairs may- smoking and kind of looking down and giggling. Yeah, okay, <laughs> so Gregory, you have uh, failed but then succeeded. Uh, Fievel, I'm going to need you to roll me two rolls higher than fifteen, my friend. Why don't you let Gregory take care of Luck Luck? He's already out. It's too late now. <laughs> she can't fly. <laughs> she has one wing. Wait, can I Can I just cast jump and jump up? It's 20 feet. Can you jump? You're tripling your, your distance. What's your vert? Is it 7 oh. feet? Because that's what it needs to be. <laughs> I doubt I used, that your vert is 7 feet. I used to fall back at the Rimouski tribe. <laughs> just roll me your dice to climb up, you <laughs> moron. <laughs> I was a mouse okay. baller. 18 for the first one, and a 17 nice. for the second one. Perfect. You and Luck Luck make your way up as well. Gentlemen, Thank now you. you have to decide what you'd like to do. It appears that the fighting has ceased or slowed. You can hear the clanging of swords and some odd skirmishes, but it does not sound like the full torrent of battle which you heard before. And, in the distance, you can see the early hours of sunlight peeking through the grates in all four of these tunnels, the cardinal directions. So that's either a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. Either they won or they're retreating. Yeah, either we're going up to be like, hey, yeah, boys, we did it, or okay, now we gotta take these guys out. Yeah. <laughs> so it's up to you guys. What up? Let's I go, got a big cock. Let's go pull out the curtain. Let's go find out the big reveal. Might I s- suggest stealthing it a little bit first? Uh, you don't have to like all pop out of this and be like, hey, what's, hey, what's up? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Maybe send your stealthiest guy to go take a peek, you know? Okay, yeah. 
Devil, that's you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not me. Right, no, I'll go say, up. Okay, yeah. well, Do you I, wanna... uh, I hand I hand luck luck to the Warforge, and I say, take care of her. No, I'll take the take okay, luck luck. The pony. Take the pony. I'll take luck luck. Yeah. Okay. And heading towards one of the the greats, Fievel, is what you're gonna do. Yeah. Okay. So there is a set of uh, there's a ladder which leads up to one of the greats. You can climb up there and kind of poke your head out if you so choose. Yeah, uh, in a stealthy fashion, I do so. Okay, so I'm going to need a strength check for you to open the grate. Anything higher than an 8 will suffice. How about a 15? <laughs> yeah, you fling that gate open, that grate Whoa, open. that's a little aggressive. We don't <laughs> no, it's fine. He, he just opens it in, a, in an okay way. You poke your head out, and you find yourself in the main square of Ryberry. Oh, fuck. There is death and destruction almost everywhere. However, in the early hours of the morning, you see people that you are very familiar with, my friend. In the distance near the gate, you see Rogar speaking with the leader of the Knights of the New Moon, Wolfhelm. And closer than Rogar, you see Tyson McKay. His eyes seem to glance over you for a second, but then he glares at you and begins to charge, (laughs) in his words. And ladies and gentlemen, that is where our story picks up in the main sessions of the Dicey D20. Gentlemen, Fievel Squad, congratulations on completing your aspect of the mission against Zugtmoy's forces. You guys did a fantastic job, and it has been an absolute pleasure. Woohoo! You guys get to meet up with the main force. We all know what happens next. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been an absolute pleasure bringing you this storyline from Dicey D20. Do you guys have anything you'd like to say to the fans before we, we sign out for the evening? Watch out. I'm going to be bigger, badder, and stronger. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Uh, yeah, uh, pray for luck, luck. <laughs> Prayers for luck, luck. <laughs> Medical bills cost a lot, guys. So, <laughs> Especially for a, you know, small pony who just got wings. <laughs> and lost one. Yeah, well, that's the part that needs fixing. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Big problem. All right, guys. Whether it was morning, evening, noon, or night... I just want to say thank you very much for listening to the Dicey D20. Peace out. Peace. Yeah. Peace.